0: Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts.
1: O, oh, O,
2: oh, O, oh, O'Reilly Auto Parts.
3: This week on the program, this is the one that almost broke us. It's Eternals. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Ternal. Cabo! <laughs> and we hate movies. <laughs> Hello everyone, welcome to We Hate Movies. Thank you for tuning in to the fine program as always. Uh yeah, that's right. This is the final worst of the previous year month episode. We're going out with a bang. It is indeed Eternals, directed by Chloe Zhao and uh woof woof city population
0: uh, oh this yeah. movie. Oh yeah. So you got a Sprite Eternal? Yep. You got yep. a Pepsi Eternal? Yep. Got you got a uh, Mountain Mountain Dew Eternal, Slice Eternal?
2: You know what I, I like that. to do is I put uh, some cranberry juice in that Sprite Eternal and then I have a nice little cocktail there. But it would, it would a virgin cocktail because it's a t- tiny little girl.
1: Oh coca eternal That's uh, Martin Scorsese, I guess. <laughs> yeah, ma- uh,
0: ma- Mount Dew, I think, would release a flavor called Eternal. Yeah. yeah oh, totally, dude. It's like brown and gold or something. <laughs>
1: brown, yeah. Oh, that's flying off the shelves. Look, brown, look, look up there. <laughs>
2: see, see what that deviant's do with my wife.
1: The deviant
3: up there with my
2: wife. Oh right,
0: yes. So the basic overview of the plot of this film. Oh, dude, go for it. (laughs) Fine, you want to do it? I'll be over here kicking my feet up. Uh, No, I was just gonna (laughs) say that there's all these deviants, so they started making art. And all these like angel men got <laughs> yes. or robots or got mad about it. Angel robots got upset about all the and Dart it. yes. because yes. it's all the, the the they're putting, you know, they're drawing Velma in a way that shouldn't be drawn.
1: <laughs> yeah, she don't bend like that. They're eating <laughs> fishermen. Why would you do that? Why would you do such a thing? Richard <sighs> Mann's like, I've
2: I, just I've got to stop them. They're, they're making Sonic get pregnant in all sorts of ways.
3: <laughs> it's wrong to have Sonic get pregnant. We gotta wipe him off the face of the earth, <laughs>
0: Cersei. The Ninja Turtles ain't supposed to do that. We, we shouldn't. In, we shouldn't involve ourselves in the stuff of man. World War II, let Let's let that happen. But then uh, someone's drawing M. Preg uh, <laughs> Captain Kirk, and we gotta fucking fight him. <laughs> we got to eradic- eradicate the meme lords. <laughs>
2: uh, I mean, I guess so. I, I could. Uh, I. This I, is I, a
3: Marvel Studios motion picture. For those not in the know, so as such. We have to throw it to comic book expert Steve Sadek to uh-huh. shine some light on just how much they deviated from the source material. Steve Sadak, take it away.
2: So two things. One thing, um, I'm not an Eternals guy. Uh, this is Jack a Jack Kirby joint, and I'm a huge Jack Kirby person. <clears throat> but it also is incredibly derivative of what he was doing at DC, which was better. Uh, J- Jack Kirby left Marvel after a lot of stuff in the early 70s. Did DC stuff create a lot of awesome characters, including the new gods, which are very, very similar to the Eternals? That, that f- was
3: what uh, What's Her Face was supposed to adapt into a motion picture,
2: yes, which also would have been equally as terrible. Um, <laughs> if
3: uh, what uh, uh Avery DuVernay, yes, if Aver du- ah. I
2: mean, maybe it could have been good, but probably not. Um, especially with the DC leadership, uh, DC movie leadership being what it, what it is, but uh, and that's your you got your dark side and your Granny goodness, all that, all that Snyder shit. Those characters were created out of that run. Uh, Granny goodness. That's mm-hmm. uh, yes. Well, she said that she's very slightly in that, but you know, Mr. It's like Mer- a Grampy? Yeah,
1: There's, it's a Grampy. It's just it's one of the blobs in the uh, the extended Jack, yes. Zack Snyder's Justice League. One of the blobs oh, that are okay. near Darkseid is Granny. You and know, it,
0: honestly, I feel like I'd rather watch that movie again than this movie. Again. Oh,
1: that's yeah. I, I, I will give
0: that. And, and now people are defending. People were uh, coming at me hot on Twitter for trashing this movie. Is it just blind IP loyalty at this point is like, this is a Marvel movie and I'm a Marvel person. It has to be
3: because I refuse to believe there are that many fans of this part of the Marvel universe. Like, well, I had never, not that I'm like a huge comic book guy, but like, I would never heard of this. Well, that's the thing is the eternal. So like
2: the new gods gets canceled. Kirby goes back to, to Marvel. He wants to continue with that idea. So he kind of makes it, and it's a very different comic. I just read a lot of it, and I actually like it, but don't love it. Uh, And I'll get into the differences in a second. But that, too, was canceled. And they've never, like, I mean, the thing is, this series has never actually succeeded in comic book form because nobody gives a shit. And, I mean, I'm sorry. Like, I know Neil Gaiman had a cool... uh, miniseries so that is a success in and of itself so like but like i i feel like the rule is if you can't put out fucking 25 issues or something without getting canceled due to lack of interest you shouldn't put a hundred million dollars into a film but
1: but but it does make sense for the test balloon between the quote-unquote phases Oh, to phases. make, to make. <laughs> I mean, like, I hate to think of it that no, no, way, yes, but yes, that's how yes, they're yes, thinking yes. about it, and that's and how everybody's I just thinking about it, it. It is
3: one of the most pretentious things of all time. It yes. is. It's phase so, one. It's phase so stupid. Two,
1: but like, on. you do this is a, a perfect, like, a, a no, no weight to it because nobody gives a shit. Yes, but you could do whatever you like with it. And again, hey, if it's a hit, it's a hit. But if it's not, it's not that big a deal. And what, what you got a? You set up Blade. You set yes. up but Did they Gu- Guardians of the Galaxy three? Mm-hmm. And you set up a uh, uh, probably a Black Knight Disney Plus series. Yes, uh, uh, and that's and that's uh, good enough. That's good enough for them for in the interim of trying to get a fucking Oscar. I think they'll probably get the second. <laughs> they'll, they'll get a second Eternals out of this. It made enough
2: money, and now there's these people coming out of the woodworks that like this movie. But, and again, it's okay to like a movie.
0: Yes, I sure it's okay to like a movie. But what the fuck would they do in a sequel? <laughs>
3: I mean I guess (laughs) Great question You're totally right I mean that's why I think Chris Your thing seems A little more Feasible or realistic Right Is like if they just Fold this shit Mm -hmm. Into a Guardians movie Or whatever I
1: I think some. I'm not sure if it was Feige But somebody came out And said We're not We're not uh, uh, Particularly um, Interested in uh, Looking at more Eternal stuff Oh really Okay They said that outright And uh, I don't blame them (laughs) Well there's gotta be Something because listen I'm not either (laughs) <laughs> There's
3: got to be something because this is not a company that gets caught with their pants down with shit like this. And this movie ends with the Eternals will return. And and also, and, and you're, but here's
2: the thing, Chris, the Oscar thing is really instructive. Obviously, you got Chloe Zhao, huge prestige director. I mean, obviously, she became an Oscar ready director while she was making the right. movie. Yeah.
0: She directed Amazon Lady. She yes. Yes.
2: <laughs> Dude, I'd love to see fucking Kingo piss in a bucket in this film, man.
1: Oh, he's way too popular for that, dude. He's a he's a super success, dip, a Bollywood dip, star. David Strathairn's just like Kingo. I could uh, have a n- nice home with you, Kingo. <laughs> we could. Uh, I know we have had uh, bad lives. Uh, separately but we could make something new can go dude
3: straight there and wakes up in the morning he's making that breakfast and he fucking goes into the bedroom and can jumped out the window running across
0: the backyard to get out of there yeah starting up his shitty van
3: uh yeah sprite
2: dies of exposure they have some weird fucking hobo funeral for her oh, oh yeah you gotta
3: fucking burn that thing on a pyre dude absolutely <laughs> Uh, so like I mean yeah Steve I think you're the whole thing I never thought about it because I didn't know the the history of it but yeah like if you can't make a comic run work why would you make this into a movie I mean like I, 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 I only got 19 issues out of this fucking thing before they were like please stop <laughs> that's the like playing comics the whole like you know run of like a television series on one disc DVD you know you see that like <laughs> exactly. the fucking Emerald sitcom <laughs> complete series on DVD and it's a single disc like. You,
2: why not bring mantis back as a major motion mm-hmm. picture let's do that <laughs> oh
0: hell yeah <laughs> that was a time in the comics right that they were just doing comics of everything I mean yeah. I just I was googling Black Knight after seeing this movie yeah. and it's just like yeah they there's comics for everything oh, yeah. but eternals I just I'm sorry there's like nothing to grab on here for me as as a viewer because I'm you know I didn't read it I'm ignorant or whatever but it's like at least like a regular superhero movie I can wrap my head around oh a guy in a cape. He's got to keep his identity or whatever. But this is like, they were kind of like angels or something uh, anyway. <laughs> well, well, that's I'll... part of it that's fucked up, right? Is
3: And Steve, you can speak to this more again, obviously. But like the changing of the source material, because they were not angel robots in the comic series. What were they? The
2: coolest thing. I mean, and this is what I really like about kind They kind of, kind of are. The, the Kirby series had basically... Uh, Earth is just a bunch of apes, and then a celestial came down, did some genetic experiments, and created three different races, one being etern- Eternals, uh, the uh, who are here. beautiful godlike people, two being humans, and three being deviants, who are FYI. Just monsters that have voices and intelligence, and mm-hmm. they have like, humanoid shaped <laughs> monsters. Yes, they can drive that, yeah. cars. They have like cool guns and ships. All the people all in my sh-
0: Twitter mentions,
2: <laughs> <laughs> all the deviants, not flowy space dogs uh, that make no sense
1: uh, uh steve are they like is it like uh a uh, mr smith are they all like do they look the same or are they oh, no. do they all have their own character no, they,
2: they all have they all they have totally different characters like, oh cool one's pink cool. one's green one's blue one's whatever and like they have horns they don't and all this stuff and it looks really cool you know what i mean and it's i think that you like bill sarsgaard is the king of the deviants in this movie crow who's actually a uh a kirby creation as well who actually in the comics fucks Athena, uh, Angelina Jolie, they have like a, a secret romance kind of a thing. That's a cooler idea than anything I've seen in this movie. By yep. far. And Absolutely. this
3: movie, like the tail end of this movie, when they're like in the cave mm-hmm. uh, on the island, Whew. and he's like talking to her or whatever. And this movie is kind of suggesting all that. But like one, this thing just learned to talk <laughs> yes. 10 minutes ago. Yes. Yeah. And this whole idea that they're running around from these motherfuckers... You know, the deviant this and deviant that. And it's just a bunch of different kinds of animals strung together with a bunch of neon cable. Like, yes, you and you don't have a a mustachioed blah, blah. blah. I mean, honest to God, say what the fuck you want about that Spider-Man movie. But like, you know what's in that? It's chock full of villains. And they're talking at Mm Spider-Man and they're a direct threat to Spider-Man and you understand like their motivations like yes and you know how and think about the scene like when when um uh god these names when Icarus right Richard Richard Madden is that the yes. actor's name yes uh throws Salma Hayek off that cliff onto the ice and you know all those deviants murder her if that was a rad thing where she was like fighting people that were attacking her yeah. instead of just like these animals, like, get out of here. Well, they, they did that too, with which uh, is a movie that I, I like a lot
2: more than this, that Shang-Chi it's a really cool movie, and then all of these weird gray goblins cut out of a mountain, and I'm like, oh, so that's what we're doing. Like, I, yep. I, I, just, I don't care at that point. Yeah, like, I love yeah. when I love Shang Chi's father because he's a fucking actor that wants to beat the shit out of somebody. Like, that's what I want.
0: Yeah, yes, yep. I agree. But I, for this, for this, like the dog people and shit, I, I just, I, I don't know what's going on, and I can't stand.
1: It. It's because you, you, they don't want to actually have like. It it's already too stuffed as it is. Can sure. you imagine if this had actual like fully realized like Doc Ock level fucking villains, this movie would be seven hours long. Right. And like, honestly, this is one of the few uh, uh, movies I'll say it would have been better as a TV show. This oh, should have been your time. Disney plus because mm-hmm. you, you, su- you suffocate this movie by putting so much story into it and having to flip back and forth to how this all came to be to also how what's happening with fucking Ajak and how, who killed her. Oh, it's definitely not Icarus, even though it's very clearly him. Um, yeah. It, like, it, it's just like, it's so much story and I'm supposed to also like, have fun and feel light. It's impossible. No, You're asking
0: too much. On top of that, they commit all the fucking cliche shit like, okay, okay, well, the Eternals are now fighting each other. <laughs> oh, and now they're back to being. I- together again yay well icarus went away but
1: yay and the fucking i gotta say it now the worst thing that ever happened to fucking marvel is kevin feige learning that you could actually film a sunset <laughs> it's the worst fucking thing because this is the worst looking of the bunch i think
2: i i i'll disagree there i think that there are some really interesting sh- not interesting with a capital i but good looking shots i think the celestials look cool i do I actually like the volcano setting for the end of the film um, Mm. that is in in daylight on a beach. It's a little it's better than fucking just some Atlanta fucking garage. You know what I mean?
1: I mean, but it also just looks like a fucking like I know that it's it's hack to say this, but it it, it looks like an Apple commercial. Like literally all of it looks like Apple commercial shit.
3: Well, the other problem with like the end of it and like we'll get to the chronology of the movie and, you know, as much as we can. But we're jumping all over and it's short. But I realized again. One of the biggest problems I have with this movie is how remote everything feels. There are so few, like, tertiary characters Mm. because you're insisting on cramming 10 of these fuckers, 10 (laughs) Eternals. Way too many. Versus, like, you'd have, you know, Fantastic Four or, like, the X Men, you know, there's a core group. This is 10 fucking people that they're all trying to give weight to. And then, like, when you have scenes like in. Uh, like Central America, when they go and get Druig and the fucking dumb animals attack that village. All of the people like run away, and it's just the Eternals fighting in an empty forest. The thing on the island, it's an uninhabited island. Yeah. So it's just the Eternals again. Eventually, you sort of feel like they're in like a fucking holodeck program or yeah. something. Because <laughs> I mean yeah. the stakes become very
2: low. I mean, like the stakes are incredible, are as high as any Marvel movie's ever been, if not higher. But you don't feel that because you don't actually have any humans that actually matter, which is a mistake. It's yes. and
3: yeah. Like again with the you know, when this um whatever they call it, like the birthing of this celestial out of the earth, right? If that happened someplace that was like populated, yeah. then you could at least have some shit like, you know, Independence Day type city ish 75, 911s, maybe kind of destruction shit or mm-hmm. like people actually being like, Oh my God, what's ha-? there's no reactions to this thing yeah. until after it's all over with, when there's some newscaster two weeks later, like, yeah, that huge hand that came out of the earth and then magically turned to marble. People are still asking <laughs> what's
0: going on. So, you know, people probably call us a hypocrite or what hypocrites or whatever. Cause we said on like, I think Batman versus Superman episode that, uh, you know, 75, 911s is too much, but honestly, give me fucking something to look at, I mean, mm-hmm. give me some collateral damage. Give me something,
2: as opposed well, to people just blasting each other with a yellow light for forty-five
0: minutes. Or, or yeah. Wire
1: dogs, you'll get a lot of wire dogs, and wire, the wire see, look, dogs but, are very see, dramatic. If Eric. these were
0: like big, firm, furry fucking beasts, and like yes. kingos like shooting lasers through them, and there's blood mist or something, <laughs> sure. But the thing is, like, he's shooting lasers out of his fingers. Yep. Uh-huh. That looked like, you know, fake garbage into other fake garbage. Yep. Yes. And then there's, you know, 10 of these f- f- fellers and ladies. <laughs> and then they stand around. They mope. They question life. <laughs> they fight the big God guy, baby dude. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Not really. It's sort of, no. It feels like just everything just happens passively. She and just
1: pacifies it at the end. Yes. It, it is an interesting thing because uh, part of this movie is uh, uh, alluding to climate change. And it's funny that they actually do have a solution. Create a huge glacier out of the god being <laughs> to dis, to dislocate all the glaciers that are melting away. Create a new one out of the the god baby that's being birthed out of the planet. That'll oh, well, fix is it. it.
3: Is it frozen or is it per- turned into marble?
1: It looked frozen to it me.
2: Lo-
3: it looked frozen to me too, but I'm looking on Wikipedia, that I'm, I'm seeing marble. So I don't know what that. Because oh, I think the thing is, at one point, she's like, oh yeah i'll just freeze it and then we'll figure out what to do later like this the solution to this movie's problem at one point is like we'll just kick it down the road and like i'm gonna hide under a pile of coats and hope
1: everything works. are we sure
0: they're not humans
1: (laughs) honestly it's better off if it's marvel marvel doesn't melt We're good, baby. We're set.
0: right, to raise the levels of the ocean. Yeah, yeah, we're good,
1: baby. Don't you fucking worry. We just killed a fucking God being. We did it, baby.
0: It's like a whiskey stone or something. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bob
2: Hoskins comes out and yells out, I meant ice. (laughs) Uh, And runs away. Yeah, so I mean, whatever, it starts off and we realize we get a, a brief idea that Eternals are space beings that are uh work at the at the pleasure of the celestials who are enormous space gods and we get we see them on their ship on their the beginning of their mission to earth and ajak is is de and she wakes up <laughs> Icarus Salma
1: Hayek's yes. character yes right. after
0: a cleaning product
1: <laughs> yeah she got uh I think uh Thor's like hat when he was a teenager on sale <laughs> this thing she's wearing on her head for most of this my god and she she wakes everybody
2: up and, uh and a big problem with this movie so uh Richard Madden and Gemma Chan meet each other and he's like I'm Icarus and she's like I'm I'm fucking Cersei Cut mm-hmm. and uh, just nuts. <laughs> yep. I mean, like, well, first they of have course, zero chemistry,
0: folks, well, and no, it's a big both, problem. They're both terrible actors. I feel like yes. that's exposed
1: now. <laughs> yeah, Kevin Shan started as a robot. It's important to remind, remember that's what she was first acclaimed for. Also, we can't and what? Wait, what? She's a uh, humans it's a it was a show on uh bbc and uh i think fx or hulu oh had right it, i know that show Yeah, oh. she she was one of the leads of it and that was her first like big break maybe she's actually no.
0: playing a really good robot maybe i should be complimenting these performances <laughs> That's, yeah there you go holy holy toledo and maybe the
3: family in crazy rich asians was so rich they could afford to have an android built and call <laughs> it a daughter that was played by Gemma Chan, also.
1: Oh yeah, Android wife. That's I mean, th- those are all the rage in uh, in in Asia.
0: By the way, also you can't have Rob Stark and Jon Snow in a movie saying nope. Cersei all the fucking time.
1: It's I yeah.
2: mean, a just you can't have them both in the same movie, and b you shouldn't because neither of them are any fucking good. I'm sorry. Uh, and,
0: well, and fucking Kit Harington doesn't even get a chance. He's not. A, he he's basically not in the movie.
2: I don't understand what they're trying I mean, I know that they're trying to set up the fucking Black Knight or whatever. That's, but it. Like, that's I, really it. But I mean, like, it's just... And that's the thing, too, is, I mean, you want to... And you said it, Chris, because it, it's very obvious that this movie was supposed to be Marvel's push towards legitimacy, push towards an Oscar. Oh. Then you have to leave those trappings at home and make a movie that begins middles and ends you yes. can't you can't have the the post stinger sequence like it's, 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 oh. i just keep thinking of like uh that that scene at, at the end of the seinfeld episode where george is on his in his underwear and jerry comes in and Is like and you want to be my latex <laughs> <laughs>
1: and, yeah. it's like,
2: and you want to be the best picture of the year well, like well, that's
1: not how that works well steve there's another uh he, he he there's another way you can do it you can just complain and cry and whine <laughs> to everybody about how you're the richest person in the world, but
0: you don't have an Oscar. <laughs> I know, don't dude, have an Oscar. Could you, got, you give me one, please? Just fold mouse into the MCU or <laughs> um, what's another American splendor or yeah, something. Sure. Reboot yeah, yeah. it Into the MCU. <laughs> Harvey P teaser, like fucking Nick Fury has to get Harvey P car. Oh, uh, you're the putting Cleveland. a
3: team together. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll go with you, but just wait a second. I've been waiting on this bagel for 10 minutes. Um, Steve, first, uh, a couple of things. One, you mentioned this on our uh, Mortal Kombat live show, and it definitely applies here. You know you're in trouble from the jump. Yep. The movie literally begins with a scroll that says, in the beginning. Yeah, yep. you just can't. <sighs> there you go. It's God
0: <laughs> damn, too it's too much. Fuck. This scroll is terrible. Celestials, and they created the universe and light, and uh, yeah, there's deviants, and they made, <laughs> the turtles uh, got made to like hunt them. There's a... Anyway, uh,
1: there's this guy named Arisham, he created the sun by the way. <laughs> the first one.
0: It's just too much it's like I know that the scrolls there to try to get us set for this world, but this world is too much shit jam. It's it's like you might as well be all in Latin this scroll.
2: It's yeah, it's 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 way too big, it's way too much and you need to sort of pick your spot. If we re- I mean that's the thing is Jemma like Chan who is the lead of this movie for better or ill and I believe for ill. It's you. She disappears for large swaths, and then we're worried about Kingo and what he's doing in in Bollywood. And then we're worried about oh, is Sprite going to do whatever? And it's like, well, then no. And then I have no purchase on any of this. You know what I mean? I, mean, I have yep, no because yeah. like, if she, if it's all about her and Icarus, because that's the whole point, right? At the end, yes. it's 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 the, the two of them and their love for one another, et cetera, et cetera. And it just doesn't it doesn't work you know I what think, I mean
0: Andrew I think you had a great point on the group chat earlier that uh, like Kit Harrington's character is the boyfriend who's just a dude that's yeah. your POV for the audience that's we yes yeah yeah we you need just that take guy him, take him through the movie make it him maybe it's like a one crazy night thing well my girlfriend turns out it's an internal and she's got crazy <laughs> friends and here we go
3: that would be something and like that's you know and the whole sequence in um, London Where they are kind of just, like, walking along, and then there's a deviant attack, and then, like, you know, they, it looks like, you know, everything's going tits up, and then Icarus comes in and saves them, and it's like, oh, we haven't, Icarus, we haven't seen you in a while, and it's like, when Kit Harrington's like, running around, like, oh, what the fuck's going on, what the fuck is that thing, you know, and, like, he's seeing Cersei, like, do magic for the first time or whatever, it's like, that is kind of the most engaging part of the movie for me because I'm watching it through Kit Harrington. Right. Because I'm also experiencing all this for the first time. And, like, the vast majority of his screen presence is his picture on her iPhone when he's calling her. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And she doesn't pick up the fucking phone!
1: Yeah. The first action scene is by far the most engaging and most interesting to me when you have Sprite and all them together. I mean, it's just... I mean, everything that... It, the, the problem with this, to me, is that whenever there's a moment to uh, 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 engage with... like uh, They make such huge decisions, like the Hiroshima decision. Oh, 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 nuts. Oh, uh, oh. Where like nuts. Where I'm like, you have to really pad out this. You have like 20 minutes to explain yourself here. Yep, <laughs> and, to, and, and you can't, because you have to... Kingo has to make a Bollywood film, don't you know?
3: <laughs> and that's the thing, right? The only... Speaking of Kingo... The only other non-Eternal that has so much screen time is the character of Karun, played by uh, Harish Patel, who I think is the best part of this movie, but the filmmakers are totally unconcerned with like having him do anything other than step in, I, I will say, successfully say funny lines. Yeah. I think the guy is totally great, and he's like a total Bollywood legend, by yeah. the way. The guy has been acting for decades in India, and like it's awesome, but his joke is just like, I'm continuing to film and uh this is all crazy but i'm like give me more time with this guy because without kit harrington this is the guy that i'm trying to experience the story through and they're unconcerned with that no they are i mean
2: and that's the thing too is that i mean it's just these the set pieces are what they are but they don't actually you've you don't know what you have a very vague idea what the Eternals are, and then they start fighting these incredibly vague-looking dog creatures, and you're like, "Yep, okay." So then, are, are we gonna take a breath? Oh no! Now it's uh, now it's present day, and Gemma Chan's just like working at a at a museum. Okay, but then what? And then like, Sprite's there, and she's changing shape as to a, as an adult woman flirting with somebody, and you're like, "Wait, what?" And just it, it it all just sort of happens far too quickly, and not even to the extent of like the the parts i i feel like like an hour in when the, the eternals break up or an hour and 20 minutes in when the eternals break up that's the first time i had an idea of what they actually meant to one another which is a bad right. thing
3: and yeah. also like I, I don't know it's <laughs> this sounds like a stupid complaint but like you know aside from like here on we hate movies right or other entities like ours i don't believe that you should consider like co-workers like family in that way you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like these people are just co-workers and if they kind of like i feel like they need to sort of decide which one it is like are they co-workers are they family and i guess you could argue like that's what the characters themselves are wrestling in with in the movie itself but like i just don't buy it they all appear to be people that are like kind of more or less unconcerned about what happens to the other yeah. aside from they can all sort of agree that they're bummed that Ajax was murdered. And that's the thing well, too. I, I've said this
2: many times on this show and I believe everyone has agreed. I'm a sucker for a getting the band back together narrative. Like that is yep. like something happened in the past and we've got to come over it. No man, remember the good times, remember the bad times. But it just is so muddled and there's so many it, of them.
1: Is so there many an- of them. Is there an hour-long Leonard Skinner song to get the whole getting the team back together portion of this movie? Because that's what you would need to get that kind of the energy here. Because it is it's it, it is that. But like again, like if you would split these up into episodes and yep. like tailor them to each fucking character, yep. like that makes more sense. The fact that it's smashed together like this does it. What well, the the disconnected feeling everybody's talking about in this fucking episode is that is that you can't hold on to everything. Everything slips away. Now, Steve, I have a
3: question about the comic. Sure. Um, Just thinking along the lines of what Chris was still talking about, like, when you're reading, like, an average Eternals issue, are all ten of them, like, up each other's ass every time? Or, like... I'm eight
2: issues in, and I, I've met like four Eternals. You know what I mean? Like Because yeah. they slowly beat that out, and yes, you're focusing on one, two, three, or four of them at any given time, which is the right number. Yeah. You know what four I mean? Like
0: sounds tops. Leave yeah. the other six for Eternals too.
2: And or, yes, exactly. You know that they're there, but they're not part of this story right now. But yeah,
3: it's like it's like X Men, right? Like yeah. we know. There's dozens of X-Men characters. Yes. But the like the films, you know, especially the better ones, focus on a limited number of them. And yes, that number is probably more than 10, but there are like three that have huge arcs, three or four, maybe, right? Like, think about that fourth movie. It's like Wolverine's story, kind of rogue story, yeah. and then like the Scott Jean mashup shit, right? But like there's yeah, plenty of other X-Men floating around that are played by lesser celebrities exactly. and whatever you know that could just kind of like
0: come and go from the story and think about how that x-men movie starts the 2000 one right like wolverine thinks he's alone and he's eventually brought in i mean there's that fight with Sabretooth or whatever right but then you then he sees what a bigger world it, there is with these mutants and it's like i need to see someone some like a I i need a stepping stone yeah, scene or scenes to get me into being like oh those are the those those are the ten eternals
1: right <laughs> well I mean yeah I mean Eric a, a movie that I think this is in conversation with this and she talked about how Snyder influenced uh, Ch- Chloe Zhao talked about how Snyder was an influence on her this does seem very Justice Leaguey, like the whole thing the, the, I mean not just the Superman illusions in Icarus yeah. which are pretty stunning <laughs> um, but like all of it, it all just seems like that's 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 that uh idea to make them gods, like to actually treat them like gods. Right. And then and but, but make this,
0: mopey and about like should exactly. they even do this or whatever. All,
1: all the things that they that people like about the Snyder movies, that they try to make those like big characters like that and don't make them chit chat like friends, like this is literally their nightmare. Like, this yeah. is the the, the nightmare <laughs> version they were talking about is this. Right. But,
2: and I mean, the, the thing of is, is the passivity, too, because literally what the what the Eternals are doing, what well, you find out is they're literally like kind of doing that thing of like, so could we go home or are we, go, we we killed all the deviants like 500 yeah. years ago. I've been waiting for a call back. Like, dude, they like, dude, have been. I, <laughs> I sent him three. I sent Arishem three emails. The last one had an exclamation point. I'm not going to send a fourth. It's up to him now.
3: It's a bunch of really bored people that have been waiting too long for a ride home. Yes. And like, I can't even tell you how unexciting that is. Jesus
1: Christ, do you have any idea how busy I am? (laughs) (laughs) It's not like I have assistance, you little fucking twerps. I
2: I get billions of emails a day. I'm sorry I missed yours.
1: (laughs) But
0: to, to go piggyback off of that, I just don't understand their, their motivation. They've been around for thousands of years. Who gives a fuck if the world ends? Yes. I didn't mean, Well, like, don't they want to die at this point? I know Sprite <laughs> decides to, you know, become a real boy. Pinocchio grants that power to her at the end, and she can age and die. Yeah. But, I mean... <sighs>
3: I, I of Geppetto, lost my train of
2: thought.
0: Geppetto, Oh Yes, Geppetto, yes. Pinocchio was the so boy they,
2: they come, <laughs> Here's the thing, they come down Big action scene, we meet all of our Eternals, we haven't talked about, and we, which is amazing how it, this movie is so all over the place, we haven't talked about literally the biggest movie star to ever do a Marvel movie <laughs> which is Angelina Jolie who's a fucking yeah. movie star on, on, she the, might, on she the decline She might have,
0: sorry, to, sorry to interrupt you but she might as well not even be here No,
2: she, she might as well not what be the fuck no. is, she's, like, she's staring in a corner because apparently she wanted this to be a cameo but then like chloe Jower kind of like showed her all this stuff and then she was like oh i'll do a bigger role in the movie sure i like i believed in the vision i bet uh believed in the vision and wanted (laughs) to be more in the film which is fine but like that there's not nearly enough or not enough of her you know what i mean like she's just of all the characters that i want to know more about it's fucking angelina jolie and then like she has this like bullshit like i don't know alzheimer's problem that i can't understand (laughs) it's amnesia no no
1: excuse me excuse me it's literally mad weary i'm mad weary yo (laughs) that's literally what it is that's incredible i think i have that too
3: the idea is because they you know we come to find out the big twist which is a change from the source material is that What's this Celestial Ackroyd? Or what's this fucking Arisham. thing's name? Arisham. Arisham. Arisham.
2: <laughs> nyang, nyang, nyang. <laughs> yeah, because I might as well. Uh Dude, kind of cone,
0: cone head type of guy?
2: Dude, if they got yeah. Dan Ackroyd to voice, because the, the voice is nobody, obviously. It's just a voice actor. Good for him getting get a check. But yeah, good. If, if they got fucking Dan Ackroyd, come to me, my Eternals.
3: Listen. <laughs> Cersei you are now the leader of the Eternals yang,
1: yang, 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 and you
3: inherit all the responsibilities we're in yang,
1: yang,
2: I'm getting a, a blowjob that's 40 feet tall <laughs> celestial blowjobs
1: yeah, look no, into it turn, turn it into
0: crystal skull <laughs> the,
1: yes. the the people love nothing but trouble we're going to make seven of them <laughs> Druig has nothing to do with it <laughs> Um, what the fuck was I saying about the
3: celestials now? Oh, they're... Oh, no, no, she, no. She, uh, 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 Athena's problem is she
2: starts to remember her past life. Oh, yes, because
3: yes. Arish, yeah, Arishim built all of these Eternals as, like, these, basically these, you know, beautiful, sexy, android-looking things. They're just robots, really. And, you know, she, at the end of every, like, these same ten beings are sent to various planets sit around till the population gets big enough that another celestial can be birthed out of it and then they get sent back to the mothership mind wiped and sent back out her angelina's problem in this movie is that she is remembering all of those past adventures on other planets Mm. and it's like scrambling her And it it, it, it gives
0: her a berserker rage and she starts cutting people up I do not understand the whole population thing. So I guess because of energy, life like life gives energy, so it feeds the celestial within Earth to be birthed. Yes, yes. Yeah. But but I, I don't know, man. Just but, the we have to wait for the population to be big enough. It's pretty. You'd think you'd step in at the Holocaust at that point.
1: No, <laughs> no, well, well, no. Don't you? Did do you remember they they do the the whole? They asked the question because of course it's why didn't you protect stop. And the answer is humans wouldn't develop the way they were supposed to. I need 15 minutes on what's supposed to. Means. Thank you. <laughs> and also, yeah. Space yeah.
0: aliens are invading every fucking day in this narrative, yes. of the MCU, and they yes. don't care.
1: And the most interesting thing is in the early part when uh, Jon Snow has to say, like, uh, are you a are you like Dr. Strange? Like, that's something you would genuinely have to do yes. now. You would have to yeah. ask somebody, are you a fucking God being? I'm dating now. Can can I still, will you let me hit?
0: Wouldn't it it be interesting if the Eternals uh, would take, they should maybe take out superheroes. Like what the fuck's the point of those guys?
1: And I mean, what the fuck is this? Who created these goddamn uh, uh, robots that get mad weary? Oh, you wanted them not to get mad weary. (laughs) Oh, that's going to cost you much more, Arisham.
0: This one was set to weary.
2: So, okay, Arisham, I got you. I got you down for 10 Eternals here. No problem. No problem. Easy peasy. One's going to have mad weary, which you want for some reason. Okay. Uh, Nine of them are adults. Sexy, beautiful, gorgeous adults. Why on earth? You're you're the space god, and you got the side of my checks here. But
3: why would you want an 11 year
2: old girl? Out
3: of curiosity. Because it's not even a thing where it's like, okay, speaking on like Coneheads, like we're like a family. We got to look like a family. And Mm -hmm. so you got to be like the little kid, right? Like they're not doing that. So like making it a child is fucking dumb. And I realize it's a it's a boy child in the comic. It's dumb. Then also, it's, it's yes. dumb in any sense, and it's like we're
2: doing uh, Kristen Stewart, uh, Kristen Dunst, rather uh, an interview with the vampire. Yeah, and, but it doesn't really pay off because I don't know. It just it's kind of too creepy for me. I'll be I'll be completely honest. I was a little grossed out, and the character is annoying. Sorry, folks.
0: Yes, she 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 is very annoying. It'd be great never to see this actress uh, again. But anyway,
1: well, it's amazing that like. The moment the, the subtext between her and Icarus yeah, that's is, weird. is weird and would be interesting if you didn't at once just make it part of the dialogue by bringing up the Tinkerbell, which in turn... Is a Disney IP drop? I mean, that's <laughs> not really I, what it I, is. Well, that's, that's nah, hang not, on a yeah, sec. I, 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 <laughs> I, look, I I refuse to think that they're not thinking about shit like that. You say what you will. I'll, I'll I, I, maybe I'm the crazy person here, but like, I I refuse to believe they don't think about shit like that.
3: In the, in the comics, in the, this is something I yeah. read in the comics. Okay, so in the 1970s, before the IP machine is what it is now. One of this one of the passing references was that. And this is dumb, but they're eternal. So, Yep. Sprite met J.M. Barry somewhere, and Sprite was the inspiration for Peter Pan. <laughs> so they have they have acknowledged this in the comics cabin. So okay, it's not but like.
1: You don't have to use everything that's in the comics, even if it's only nineteen fucking uh, fucking pages, uh, uh, volumes long. Yeah, like you yeah. don't have to use that. They used it because it's part of their IP machine. I don't. So I I, I, don't, strong, I strong totally disagree, disagree
2: here it. because it's, it's about pedophilia in a strong sense. I don't think, like, you know, what we want to do is back end this with our selling uh, uh, Tinkerbell. in this. But in this like,
1: sense. if it's weird anyway, then to yeah. just a break it by just being like, yes, this is literally what we're talking about is. Yeah. Like, the, but, and then to also what I think just make a drop like that. It, it's uh, to me, it's unbelievable and it ruins what was one at least a little strange part of this movie. So,
0: yeah. So, Kingo should have said, You know, that guy you met that wrote that story about you?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe I would have maybe liked that better.
3: I mean, I don't know, Kevin. Uh, from what we've like complained about so far, this movie would have benefited from taking a closer
1: look at the comic books yeah i mean maybe like yeah if they used other stuff other than the tinkerbell thing i'd, I'd love it
0: Start it like citizen kane give me a newsreel show me with them with famous people show me them throughout history or whatever to get me up to speed
3: yeah well you can't do that though because then it would be fun and fun <laughs> equals not serious and what? this is supposed the, to be the that's serious mcu N- movie, movie. The Oscar. so you, can, you can't have like kingo in hollywood in the 70s like in a pool with nicholson or something oh boy jesus christ
0: Kingo, <laughs> get out of the country
1: go to france
3: <laughs> oh right i forgot that happened is, yeah I'm exactly
1: yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> but the thing that i was trying to to say 20 minutes ago was that there's a track record you're talking about why would uh uh, Arisham make a, a, an eternal that could have this mad weary why would Arisham make an eternal that's a kid Arisham has a track record of kind of being shitty at this because his whole thing is like okay i sent first these uh deviants to the planet to take out all of the apex predators yeah. Yeah. so that the, the human race could thrive and grow and then, whoops, I built them wrong, and they became self aware or intelligent or whatever, and they started hunting the humans. So then, oh my God, to fuck up to fix that office fuck up <laughs> i had to invent all these eternal's robots and send them down to kill all the deviants my god now i'm way over budget on this project <laughs> like just hearing this guy talk about how he fucked up at work is kind of hilarious because you are literally a god being sir
0: what was that principal skinner thing like that oh no, no to kill the lizard we just introduce apes
3: and yeah. then <laughs> yes. oh uh, oh what it's it's when uh, the little the eggs hatch or something yeah and the little lizards are all over Springfield, and it's like we have to introduce this to get the lizards, and then oh, what what happens when those take over? Well, then yeah, we introduce the you know the apes to get there, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's then, exactly what it is.
0: And then they'll all freeze to death in the winter, so it'll be fine. <laughs>
1: I mean, Erisham is just a, a ter- is a deadbeat dad. He goes around knocking up all these planets. <laughs> yep, across the universe, and then like when you're asked like, hey, could you help manage the growth of this child, please? He's like, OK, I'll throw a couple dogs at it. Uh, and then, you know, the dogs take over. They start eating some of the little like energy batteries that are powering your baby. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, OK, um, I guess. Uh, how about some robots? We'll send down some robots. That'll That'll make the baby happy. Right. That'll keep the baby happy. And it does for a while until you bring the fucking dogs back. Well, apparently there were some dogs that got
2: forgotten and they were frozen, and then... Oh, climate change. Climate change. Well, that's the only time time this movie remotely has anything to talk about that is... uh, And it doesn't even talk about it. It's just like, ach, they unfroze. Look at them. Look at them. Look at them down down those uh, Davians. Like, we we thought we had them all, (laughs) and we don't. And that's fine. But, like, if I also, like, at the end of this movie where they're like, we are going to... Because Kingo, uh, you know... uh, uh, Kamala and Johnny's character is like, oh, you know, I don't. Uh, we can't stop the birth of a billion planets. We're talking about billions and trillions of lives if we by not sacrificing Earth. Somebody in that room has been like, yeah. And by the way, I've been looking at the, looking at the window. It's got like sixty years left, like tops. Absolutely, yeah. total. It top actually, 60 feels years.
0: it feels pretty right on the money to have this thing born now because the fucking gas is about to leave the tank and we we're about <laughs> to stall out here. Exactly. <laughs>
3: The other thing about all that, though, is like, yes, we have to destroy this planet so that Celestial can be born and go make 20 other planets. I mean, my whole question is like, the fuck for? Yep. And I don't know that the movie actually answers it. There's something where Erisham's like, oh, yes, well, all of us Celestials, you know, we throw energy all around the universe like a big ping
1: pong table. (laughs) And I'm just like, okay, like what? The fuck do i care well no it's celestials have a pretty interesting tax system the more children you have the less mm. you have to pay so oh, you just start knocking up planets left and right and birthing all these <laughs> god beings everywhere okay,
2: erishim uh you have 2.5
0: trillion de- dependents. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> Give me my money.
0: <laughs> he must have really hated that blip because then suddenly, like, the baby, you know, went back to the first trimester. Oh, yeah. AJAK, <laughs> uh,
2: Ajak uh, played by Selma Hank, actually says that. She's like, oh, that's what happened. Was oh, I after, stole her joke. After, <laughs> af- after the blip, which the, and I'm sorry, these new Marvel movies still are grappling with how to relay how that could even. How human beings would
3: uh survive, which they
2: wouldn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there couldn't be society after that. But uh after the <laughs> after the
3: blip, uh um, after they all went away or after they all came back?
2: After well, uh, after since they went away and then like Arisha was like, oh shit, and then they came back and Arisha was like, all right, now's the time, kind of a thing. That's right. why the emergence is happening now, because right. everybody's back and the population is just, ooh, it's just right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's an, always an alien that wants to kill you out there folks
2: actually curiosity yeah, did when when Thanos snapped his fingers did like half the celestials disappear too
1: that'd be cool i don't know what happened huh. to my drinking buddies <laughs> <laughs> shit well no because well if his brother is one of these machines
2: yeah
3: see well i feel like they're they're gonna have to retcon that right because like clearly star fox who comes here at the end of the movie played by harry styles which is the only time this movie gets any fucking charisma in it whatsoever (laughs) literally in the fucking first mid credit sequence like he's like yeah i'm thanos's brother like in the comics and steve correct me if i'm wrong jump in but like i was getting the feeling that all things being equal eternals are on the same level as like thanos and all that Well, yes yeah, so that, and, and now because the robots exactly that changes it so i don't think harry styles is technically his actual, an eternal in the sense the, well the,
2: that's, that's that's what pat even calls him he calls him Thanos' brother it's very you're right it's very confusing because i think in the comics and i'm not a marvel guy but the eternals the celestials kind of set up shop on all sorts of different planets and put a lot of different eternals all over the place and thanos is sort of an eternal as is Star Fox.
1: It's incredible because that's the moment. Like uh, it's Harry Styles, who is he's very charismatic. I mean, just in general, but like they they borrow. Guardians of the Galaxy's sauce for this one scene, yes. to yep. give you a kicker out the door. Because, like, my God, if I had Foreigner in this film before this, I would have <laughs> been so happy. Yeah, but like, of course, you have to you have to have feels like the first time at the end of it because it's the beginning of the new phase. Well, there and was, I just wanted to kill myself. <laughs> there was
2: uh, some pop song in the beginning when we go back to Earth, when we go back to Earth and the idea, Gemma Chan, Cersei's like kind of oh human time
1: week. by Pink Floyd. Yes. Human weak
2: human weakness is that she likes Instagram, which is you know there you Mm -hmm. go.
0: That's something. (laughs) They're just like us.
2: Yeah. Oh fuck! Well, you just imagine like people like uh, like she's like posting selfies. Like she's a fucking eternal. She never even had kids. (laughs) (laughs) So you know how she has that body, right? Isn't it like? (laughs) She's it's a robot weird. from space. <laughs>
0: I mean, come on. And it's fucking creepy. She's fucking like a dude who's like I don't know, what like thirty or under. Yeah, it's like total pedophilia, right? I mean, she's like five thousand. It's
1: disgusting.
2: I Thank mean, it's you, I guys. mean, it's fine. Uh, he's hot. She's hot. And there, and I mean, and that's the thing too. And we can get, so one thing this movie gets a lot of credit
3: for, which I don't think is deserved, is the quote unquote sex scene. So. like <laughs> Dude People who praise that sex scene Tell me you haven't seen A real sex scene without flat out saying You haven't seen a real sex scene These people
1: like oh yeah Yep, look at that. Oh, my God, the eroticism. <laughs> there was more eroticism in the MacGruber sex scenes. Let's be honest <laughs> with ourselves here. First of Certainly all... Certainly more thrusting. Absolutely. As
2: far as superhero movies go, fucking Michael Keaton hit, hit it and quit it with Vicki Vale 30-some-odd years ago. Yeah. Like, and... You know what they didn't do beforehand? Get legally married. Which, of course, they had to do in this movie. Yep, because they had to get legally married before they had sex. Because only mommies and daddies are allowed to do that. And it's that's true. It's okay, I guess, if they get they have a fun little wedding ceremony and it's their wedding night. That's what we all have to
0: aspire to. Now she's got a microchip in her belly.
3: Yeah, I it's
2: totally, a nice day for a robot
3: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> I totally did not notice that the first time, Steve, but last night I was like, oh, this wedding ceremony hits right before that sex scene, doesn't it? Exactly. God damn you, <laughs> Disney. Yeah. God damn you. <sighs> because
2: it's that That would be wrong if it was premarital sex for fucking... Like, first of all, Eternals would be going through the
3: human population
2: like yep. nobody's oh, business. Yeah. Oh,
3: yep, absolutely. And that's why like, I wanted cuz like I, I there was something about parts of this movie and i i don't know i don't know what but i guess it was because it felt so not like a marvel thing to me it felt like i was like watching an adaptation of like a non marvel comic and the only thing that sort of jumped to my mind was the feeling of like when i read preacher mm-hmm. and like Those are some scumbags in that, in that series. Right. Those are some fucking scumbags all over that story. And like, I realized last night, I was like, I want there to be scumbags. Like, you need, you know, like this fucking Druid guy. Oh, he's a scumbag, dude. But, like, I gotta see him doing scuzzy shit, you know?
0: Dude, he has a whole village under his command. He's doing David Koresh shit all the time. Everyone in that village has been fingered and whatever else.
2: (laughs) It would be great if they're, like, landing in the village and all they hear is, like, it's just all over the place. Everyone is getting fucked at once. Yeah,
0: it's creep because you can command everyone to fuck each other. Just exactly. this fucking yeah. large bacchanal, this orgy.
1: He's just walking. He's walking to each tent to like look in and, and different sex scenes and jerk off himself. And it's yeah. played by
2: notorious boy creep Barry Hogan. Uh, oh, yeah. Just one of one of our favorite
1: boy creeps. <laughs> he's great at it. He's you really. Know, that's that's what you get him for. He's fantastic in, in the grand tradition of Jesse Eisenberg. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it, he really does do a number here. I think. where's he? Uh, where's he creeped out people the most? It's got to be Killing of a Sacred oh, big Deer. Time. That's yeah, a that's, big that's, one. That's the one. He's very unsettling in The Green Knight. I really like yeah, him in yeah. that yes, movie. Yeah, oh that. right. The, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. scavenger guy. Yep. Yeah. And yet another boy creep. He was supposed to be why the last man, which would have been way more interesting if he was the character. If he but was the like, guy that
2: got canceled, uh, if yeah, I, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. <Yes.
0: laughs> if oh, did someone get canceled off of that? Oh no, no, no! no, no the the show canceled. You say "boy creep" and cancel, my ears perk up.
1: <laughs>
0: some hot goss.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Um. Yeah. So I, whatever we get a flashback. That's the yeah. You know, we got some flashbacks and like I feel like. This is how they're, like, showing you, you know, oh, here's how the Eternals used to fucking do their thing or whatever. Meanwhile, I'm like, I don't know. I kind of just want a movie where the Eternals are doing their thing and not in these, like, garbage flashbacks that are just informing shit. I want it to be part of the movie. But we go back to 575 B.C. We're in Babylon. Yeah, baby. This is great. The Gates
0: of Babylon. I've seen these things in person. It's pretty cool. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they're in Berlin because of Europe, you know. Oh, yes. oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, sticky fingers. <laughs> yeah, huh? exactly. Germans have sticky fingers. But I thought they did a good job of uh of doing the uh, CGI render of the city walls. It's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah.
3: Um, but like so they're all like partying because like this is where five seventy-five BC is like they have destroyed all of the they're celebrating, they're like, All right, after this job, that's it. We've killed all the deviants or whatever.
1: And this is the first... Please, of- I have
3: a family. Sorry, <laughs> deviant.
1: What'd you say, wire dog?
2: <laughs> Cut that fucking wire dog's head off
0: <laughs> and fuck it. I want you to fuck it. It's in Babylon, baby. <laughs> it's
1: technically the only
0: time we could do this and get away with it.
3: <laughs> um, But what was it? Oh, well, this is like the first scene where we see... Someone getting sort of called up to talk to Arishem. Like this is uh, Salma Hayek as Ajak gets like she's got this little like gold ball that pops out of her body when she's like getting a phone call from him or whatever. And she like boom, (laughs) boom, (laughs) boom, boom, boom. Yeah, hold on one second. I have oh, I'm getting something. All right, yes, Arishem. No, one second, one second, one (laughs) second. Dude, let me tell you. I mean, Eric, I think you were right to praise the digital rendering of the Mm -hmm. village walls and whatever city walls, but like. Anytime we're doing this talk to Arisham floating in space thing. Oh, it's garbage. It's abysmal. It's so so bad. I I, th- it's stunning. Agree. I agree.
2: I think that there's some celestial shots that like full-body celestial shots are good. There's celestial
3: the two celestials at the end
2: C- look good.
0: Celestial full body. What is this? My search history?
3: <laughs> I'm not talking about the way the celestials look. I'm talking yeah, the even. way. Yeah, when The she's Eternals the look face. floating in space. Yes. It looks horrible. Mm-hmm. It takes you right out of the movie. It looks like you're watching a fucking audition tape.
0: To, to give it some credit, I do like the, the all the eyes and the multiple horn things or whatever is on its yeah. head. Once yes.
3: again, I don't have a problem with the way Eresham looks. I think the Celestials look cool. But when you do shot, reverse shot of them talking to this thing, and you go to the reverse shot of the human actor and there, and this is you know i think there are times in this movie where chloe jow's very like sort of the the sort of floating Mm close-up you know shot that she does kind of works until you realize that you're like just in a marvel movie and then you realize the movie from scene to scene kind of looks night and day but whatever uh but where it does not work is when it's applied here and it just it it looks so bad, like you're filming a friend of yours on a bad
1: cell phone in a dark parking lot. <laughs> so back in the modern day, we're dealing with uh, there, there's a dead body at a ranch. I almost thought we were in Maholland Drive for a minute, and I got very excited. Uh, but no, it's Ajax. They found check dead, and then like. Before like, the, the, Gemma Chad goes down to our knees. And is like, oh, oh, my friend, and then just all of a sudden, Richard Mann's like, it must have been deviants. The Yeah, deviant. Yeah, we found deviant dinner, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, so he did it. Okay, cool. That's that's yeah. nice. To
2: know. I, I, maybe I wasn't paying quite as much of attention. The 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 Richard Mann turn at the end was not i didn't see that coming really? I, okay. I, I didn't piss my pants surprised but i, I didn't sure. see it
0: coming. you know i think I, I might not have initially saw it coming either but at that point in the movie i had turned on the movie to such a degree that i just couldn't possibly <laughs> that, give a shit that's sure. where you know that's
2: exactly where i was to her because i was like yeah. all right whatever man because again look, like, that's kind of an interesting idea and icarus uh even the kirby stories is like the the main guy so to do that the one person that really cares about the is like oh come
3: on but like everybody else (laughs) doesn't care at that point yes um yeah oh the only thing i did want to mention about the tail end of that babylon scene is like that's where they have their big falling out and like the band breaks up but i think druig wants to save humanity uh other people
2: kind of do uh, we love talking about Makari, whose character has no motivation whatsoever. She's just around.
0: Yes, um, but Druig, by the way, v- he wants to violate the Prime Directive. Yes, yes, right, which is a big problem.
2: And uh, this is also at the, around the time that um, uh, Angelina Jolie's brainworms come into effect, and Gilgamesh is like, "Hey, let's. I'll take care of her." And I'm, I'm still. Did anyone? Are they in a romantic relationship or are they not in a romantic relationship because it's not really clear to
0: me. <laughs> the movie won't
2: tell
3: you. No, they it's not I, I mean but it's they're just not, they're not, I know they're not legally married so they can't have that's sex. Why, that's why that's yeah. why. Absolutely. That's exactly why. Like I'm sorry, you're living with someone for thousands of years <laughs> in a desert in Australia. Yeah, you're fucking each other. <laughs> but I mean
1: but it's also just reverse uh, Hulk Black Widow. Oh, it,
3: it, it's absolutely that
2: story. It, it's okay. just
1: like the, the same thing. I was like, oh, okay. And I'm like, I do but- want to point out now that we are mentioning
3: Gilgamesh, played by uh, Korean actor Don Lee, Woo-hoo! Um, <laughs> fucking rules. I have to say, yes, I think he is one of the, the bright spots here. I think absolutely. he gives a great performance. He is hitting the right kind of tone for what I think they were going for, is like, Yeah, he has his moments where he's being very serious and where he is doing like the action stuff, but he's also managing to bring a kind of subtle humor that's not exactly the, and so that happened, Joss Whedon garbage tone. Yeah, That
2: isn't in this movie that much. I mean, there's a little bit of it. There's some like... It's Kingo, right? It's Kingo does that a couple times. Some Sprite stuff where it's like, well, that happened, the kind of stuff, but that's about it.
3: But that's it does remind me, though, that any time and the movie would have been so much better if this was absent. But like that dinner scene where they go to Australia and find Gilgamesh and Athena and living together to let them know, you know, that uh, Salma Hayek's Ajak got murdered Um, and they're having dinner and it's like Sprite out of nowhere. I mean, this was in the trailer. She's just like so who do you think is going to lead the Avengers? And I'm like, oh, dude, the what fuck
0: a... do you care? It's <laughs> a... The
3: fuck do any of you care? Why the yeah. fuck do you even
0: know yeah. about these it's people? A, it, take, it kind of takes me out of the movie when they do yeah. the usual MCU nods to the rest of the MCU because it kind of doesn't feel like an MCU film, which well, I guess is why some people like it. But it just, it it, it it feels like nothing fits in place Well, well together.
1: Nobody really did like this. I mean, it did finally get its money back, but like, remember, it had... It, starting out, at least, it was about as uh, uh, ill-fated as I mean, like people love but, the movie, Chris. Some people do love they? it. My, some people, people, like, my some people love everything. People, some people love that fucking Dana Carvey movie, Master Disguise. I, I, I can't fucking account for them. I can't fucking deal with them. I,
2: I mean, I do think that the, the there's only a few MCU references. One, they talk about the blip and that, Thanos and blah blah blah. And then I think even that becomes Ajax's uh, Ajax motivation later, like. They, they have a great power to overcome whatever. But there's Kingo at the table, and it makes no sense whatsoever. It's like, oh, yeah, I, I used to know Thor when he was a baby. Now he <sighs> yep. won't return my phone calls. I'm like, you're calling Thor? on Like, what? I, How? Also, I, I, weren't you just a robot that were implanted on Earth and you had no memory before that? Am I nuts?
1: Did you, I get that wrong? No, Steve, you know what they're doing right there is they've been is they're trying to tell you which of these people are the people you used to like. Mm. (laughs) Gilgamesh is your Hulk yeah, and then uh, (laughs) Athena is your Black Widow and they're just you're reversing their their relationship there he is your Thor the one who's a little bit more rowdy and fun and you know a little that and it's just like by the hand telling you just it's the same shit it looks a little better or like it looks more like an Apple fucking phone commercial
3: well if you ask uh, Kumail what he was like pulling from for this character it's like uh, a a Bollywood actor who I don't know, uh, and fucking John McClane. What? <laughs> he was like, yeah, Bruce Willis uh, as John McClane in the Die Hard movies, and another uh, Bollywood actor. Those are those are my influences. I was
1: like, I, what? I did not get that. I did not get those flavors. Apparently, Errol Flynn as well was
0: mentioned, but you don't see that at all in this. Really, if if you mean just
1: flashy, just say flashy. <laughs>
0: yeah. But I mean,
2: and again, like he flashy all this and we've everyone has made this joke, but, you know, that he lost all this weight. And he got in this incredible shape. The end of the movie, he's like, guys, I will see you all later. And I'm like, Which wait, is what? Insane.
0: Yeah. What is going cr- on with that? Honestly, like, I mean, you know, make fun of him all, all you want, but he has at least a presence and stuff. Yes, and exactly. He, yep. And yes. he's not completely super serious, dour, mopey, crybaby
1: shit like the rest of the Eternals. Absolutely. I would have been
0: happier. If I was at Kingo the movie.
1: I was just jealous of him leaving because like I would like to go too. And I, know, I would like <laughs> oh, wait, to wait, go you, with Kingo.
0: Hold on, we're allowed to leave? Oh, cool. It's the Kingo way to watch the movies. You get up and leave in the third act. <laughs> you, you hear one,
1: one line about BTS and then you fucking go. Thank you. Thank you, Kingo.
2: Brian Tyree Henry is... That, I will say, Brian Tyree Henry uh, is Very really good. good in this movie uh, and is probably the most interesting of the Eternals, but he also... Gets sidled and doesn't you know what I mean Goes all around I don't know it just it's Well
3: that's I mean like I I think Brian Tyree Henry is great I've seen him On television in mm -hmm. movies I saw him In a play like the dude is Awesome and I feel just like Because I've seen him in so much like Can confirm he's not letting it fly In this movie yeah I think I think he's He's good but I just feel like They're not letting the character like Really go and I'm sorry like the end of the movie He's basically responsible For just like keeping Richard Madden on a fucking leash while the rest of them are going yep. and
0: doing... like come on this, man y- i don't know you're right i mean this suffers again from having 10 eternals that's yeah, way yep. too many eternals and, and that's the thing too is like
2: you know in another one of the things that this movie gets celebrated for and i do think that it gets it deserves some of it just because it's it's a it's an actual out out, out and out gay superhero it's there at
0: least it's there, it's there. but yeah. he
2: actually he actually kisses a man i was totally shocked by that mm-hmm. good g- good on you for that in this movie it's kind of amazing this movie was getting banned in more uh, conservative countries and Angelina Jolie and Chloe Zhao were like, that's bullshit. And Disney was like, we're not going to, you know what, then, we're, then you're not, you don't get the, we're not going to censor the movie.
3: Here's a censored version of the movie. <laughs>
2: hey, yeah, I, I just come around the back. Look, yeah, we, you, we will not censor that. kiss is really important to us. Why don't you come by at like 1130? I got a censored version for
3: you. you could Is that right? Did that happen?
2: That's I mean, according to Wikipedia, that they, there there are edited versions of this in, in countries that are are not cool with it.
0: That is interesting. But by the way, you could remove his character completely from the film, and it would be basically unchanged.
2: Well, he's the one that actually is the most. He he's not in the first. I don't even like. He's, he's in the first scene. He's not in the middle hour, but the last uh, hour he becomes incredibly.
1: Uh, oh, 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 excuse me. Excuse me. He <laughs> invents go. the fucking plow. He does. He invents and it's supposed to be a big <laughs> Hey yuck he yuck, <laughs> and it is not a big Hey yuck he yuck. It's a pain in the ass.
0: Gone for most now. The movie, folks at home, four and a half hours. <laughs> and
1: yes. he's in it for like
0: th- it feels like thirty minutes. He's in the film.
2: Yes, yes. no, no, it, it, it's not. Yeah, because he, he disappears. He he wants to do, he wants to do science stuff, and they do have that
3: really awkward Hiroshima scene, which we can just Uh, talk about right now. sure. Because they they talk about like, oh, you're trying to get uh, Fastos, that's his name? Fastos, I think, yeah. Yeah, oh, you want Fastos to come back, huh? I don't know about that. Probably going to be pretty hard. Fastos gave up uh, on the human race. Uh, Sort of (laughs) like first quarter of the 20th century, if you know what I mean? And then it's like, boom, cut to... Aftermath of Hiroshima, nineteen forty-five, and I was like, and I, I was not prepared. I'll tell you right now. I heard about this. Yeah, I heard, I heard about it before I went to the to the movies to see it, and even still, I was like, you've gotta be kidding because <laughs> I mean, he's weeping on the floor and ajak you know
2: salma hack is like con- <sighs> consoling him and it's like oh it's so it's so sad that this had to happen but, Like, did it have to happen internals? did it, <laughs> did it and also know, like i mean all the stuff leading up were you read the news the last six to ten months and or a couple of years like what was going on in germany like those concentration camps, which we're not going to talk about that. I guess everybody's just chill with.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that the Hiroshima thing, it's just like one step too far. The hall, you know, everything else. It's like, Oh boy, that's a bag of worms. A lot of trouble there in Europe. And then when this <laughs> happens, like, damn it, the baby's set back again, that poor yes. celestial.
3: Well, isn't the murder of six million people also a fucking setback for their be, stupid yeah. baby planet
1: plan? Or uh, whatever don't ask
0: me what the Eternals fucking care about. It seems like this, they they're pretty selective of their tragedies. Wait.
1: Yeah, it should t- it should tell you something that in the moment after this, as he's going through the aftermath, he's not trying to save the people he might be able to. He's crying in the yes. middle of it, yep. just mm-hmm. weeping over what has happened. It's oh the dear. really
3: it's the really sad version of so that happened.
1: Uh-huh. So that happened and
3: there's literally nothing i can do about it i'm sure there's definitely not people on like the outer rim of this blast fucking burned and needing assistance and having their teeth fall out of their fucking head immediately
2: oh, this and is just interesting. Every, All the Eternals like oh that is just too much that was, that's, ridic- that's re- goddamn ridiculous that's god damn ridiculous i'm pissed
0: about that but at the same time my suit's getting powered up in my body because of the radiation all right
2: yeah. oh uh also- <laughs> Erishim uh, uh, sends in an email back, re Holocaust, don't get involved. Oh, <laughs> well, that's it. I just, no, I sent an email. It was a really long email and a bulleted list. Arishem, daddy said no. So uh, I guess well, the uh, Holocaust continues. Say-
1: is just going around the perimeter with a gurney by himself, being like, you guys want to help me? Anybody? <laughs> I I know I'm not supposed to help these, but but come on, guys. Really? Hitler was just alone.
0: He was such a good public speaker that the Eternals were like under his sway.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Also, I just don't get like why some levels of intervention are okay and others aren't right. If the whole thing is like you just need to let humanity like do whatever so they can become the best whatever. It would stand to reason that you would interfere with Robert Oppenheimer and the atomic yes. bomb wouldn't be made, right? Yep. But, and so and then it's like an steam engine is yeah. what Fastos wants to give uh, the the Babylonians or maybe it's the Mesopotamians. I don't remember uh, a steam engine, a, and they're like, no, 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 these motherfuckers can't handle a steam engine, and that's when he's like, well, here's a plow, and I was like, well, so now you're just kind of doing an ancient aliens thing, yes. Yes. right? Yes. And Absolutely. So like, but that's interfering so, with. The, so like, their whole their whole stance is fucking it's, bullshit. It's man. Absolute bullshit.
1: Well, but but here is the thing: is if they had interfered in uh, all these grand uh, tragedies and horrors of history, the people of Earth might not be so ready to be killed off. Because now, <laughs> as of now, dealing with all that stuff, we're all ready for the grave. Oh, absolutely! But just dealing with the last five years has made us ready for the mm-hmm. grave. But, uh, but beyond that. We we are have a full memory of every terrible thing that's ever happened now, and we want to die, and therefore the baby can be birthed, the fucking celestial baby mm-hmm. can be birthed, and no problem whatsoever. Take These, me now, celestial yeah, baby. Yeah, please, no, no, let the <laughs> celestial baby come out. Let Tiamat or whatever the fuck his name is. It would be
2: great if at the end of this movie, not the end, the middle of this movie, one one of the middles of this movie is when uh, they go and they have to get their ship, and it's in Iraq and they're like oh let's go find our big old ship oh no it's all those dead children on top of it i we should have got involved in this war in iraq a couple of get, get them <laughs> off of there get them off of there
3: that's <laughs> oh, really biting that ass we gotta go to the fucking car wash i just realized the thing by the way kevin you was talking about like the last five years and how like the state of this planet has us ready for the grave which i'm not going to fight you with but it just made me think about this movie's like kind of cowardly thing about global warming, because like, yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. But the movie, it has a real opportunity to address that, and it doesn't. It. Like, they yep. don't put the nail on the head when Richard Madden is talking about those um, deviants that came out of the ice. He could have said, uh, "Global warming got so bad that this ice shift happened, and they yes. came out." What he says is like that fucking dumb. We didn't talk about it, but, you know, early on in the movie, when we get to London and are introduced to present day Gemma Chan, um, there's this we're told a worldwide earthquake. And so Madden, first of all, and then you got nobody on the planet talking about this earthquake, which, okay, Mm -hmm. you're talking about a global earthquake. I feel like that would be a topic of discussion you could have seen about with like human beings someplace. But we're unconcerned with human beings.
0: Maybe Blade's going to talk about it.
1: I Help. bet he will. I'll bet he has a lot to say about this earthquake.
0: <laughs> oh, you know, God, I really hope not. <laughs> I wish.
1: I want John
0: Madden to talk about it. Sure, <laughs> get him back back the grave. earthquake is coming in. It's coming in everywhere.
3: See, I the was, problem was you had to get out there ahead of the global warming, and now <laughs> what happened was you got, you got this earthquake coming in from the backside. QB doesn't even see him, and bam! Check out this
0: global op- size. And, uh, and you, got,
2: you got Kingo coming in with his finger goes
0: going. The deteriorating defense up here. You see the ozone completely gone. absent-minded. <laughs> I it- wish
2: fucking John Madden was a goddamn eternal man. Me
0: too. That's Me totally. too, yeah. an imposing figure. Yeah. Some he kind never, of authority. Uh,
3: he'd never be able to get to that island to help out though, Steve, because he can't take a bus to an island.
0: <laughs> That's
2: a very good point
3: famous non-flyer he was that oh year. really yeah that's, that's him
1: and him and lars von trier interesting <laughs> <laughs> both twisted motherfuckers
2: but so yeah like now we're looking around we're, we're getting the band back together we meet up with kingo and we have this very large bollywood sequence which is fine but not. no really it's not this let it's not it's no. not i don't really try to be nice it's not it's,
3: how the fuck? How in the ever-loving fuck do you make a beautiful Bollywood dance number boring? Yeah. Yep. Somehow this movie figured out. I feel like everybody was. you know how like sometimes when you hear things about like uh uh like Bruce Lee and other martial artists who have had their skills like put to film? <laughs> The filmmakers would be like, hey, can you I think this is specifically with Bruce Lee was like, can you slow down what you're doing? Like so we can catch yeah. it on yeah. camera. I feel like <laughs> that's what they're doing here. Like, can you kind of slow this down and do this at like yeah. half or quarter speed? Like it's just this, it's way but- too lazy's wrong because they're not being lazy but it just it doesn't have that sharpness that Bollywood no. numbers well, often hey, come with hey
1: could you take the jubilation down by like 20% that's yeah. like exactly that's what yes, we're there we and, want about you know, 20% less jubilation in a Bollywood and, film you and, morons
3: and
2: Kumail is not the guy for this and I, 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 no. again I really like the guy I think he's fucking hilarious and I think he's good in stuff but and you know you read all, all these stories this is the scene he was the most uncomfortable by because he's not a song and dance guy and I'm sorry, it shows. Like it's that's a skill that people
3: have, and some people don't, and I certainly don't have that. Kumail in this number in this movie is my dad dancing at a wedding.
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, that's the thing is like you you can't really compare Bollywood with the MCU because it's just so even American you know blockbusters because they're so sterile at this point and the jubilation. Mm -hmm. You're right because there's no there's not a real genuine emotion left in the MCU.
2: I mean, if this movie had 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 the stones the end of the end of this movie should have been a huge bollywood dance number like you Absolutely. know what i mean like really oh, like man. yeah like you do that and I mean, again like because that's the problem too and again and you want to be my latex salesman this movie does not have an ending it's i'll see you next time and that doesn't happen in oscar-winning film well sorry you're it gonna sa- you don't do a sequel setup for an oscar-winning
1: film just save it for when dev patel plays mr sinister Oh,
2: dude I'm, I'm half hard All right that, that, not bad honestly <laughs> this is,
1: this. is that being floated around or what? no no no, no I, just that's that. just he the just thought because of the hair the 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 the, the uh, facial hair from green knight made me think mm-hmm.
0: of it oh yeah i could see that but yeah. isn't this also like violations of their prime directive and, in, and interfering in human society in some yeah. degree the fact that he's a movie star for did it, it's multiple generations he's play. he played his grandfather and father and shit
3: yep mm-hmm. i kind of was entertained by that it's a
0: funny joke don't get me wrong but it's still like you are f- interfering with human society yep. to some degree suddenly some other guy that could have been a bollywood star is now not
2: sidling up to uh, jm barry too you know what i mean telling yeah. him some stories <laughs> yeah. so that's the thing too is like, i mean it, it's you're right though like it's not just like saving lives and killing lives it's like affecting the earth you know what I mean like and that happens when you walk down the street exactly
0: ever hear
1: about the butterfly effect come on folks it would be funny though if like Kingo had to keep on like doing public funerals every like (laughs) for every iteration of him he had to be like okay it's about time do the makeup put on the hair let's get me in a a glass case yeah and then put me in the ground
3: (laughs) I think that's right right it's like he he announces like he's going to retire from acting right so he's been doing it for several years he's having uh you know he's having like um karoon put like some white highlights in his hair make him look kind of a little salt and peppery and then he's like all right now i'm retiring from acting and then he waits a little while introduces himself again as the next relative kills off the other one has a lennon-esque funeral absolutely
1: does does nothing for the dozen or so natural disasters that ruined his country <laughs> <laughs> nope
2: not at all <laughs> uh but they say even uh he and sprite used to be a team and they they were hanging out all the time but then he's like yeah man it was just kind of hard because everyone's like why isn't that little girl getting older so i had to ditch you yeah do you think totally. he was like oh he's sprite um could you do me a favor? Could you go to the convenience store and just grab me a, a Coke, real quick? It's like, yeah, no problem.
3: <laughs> Kingo, Kingo, oh got- no,
1: <laughs> Kingo, I got your, I got your soda. Oh, oh, he said he was gonna put me in Annie. <laughs> uh,
3: um, yeah, yeah. So they're like, hey, Kingo, um. Bummer news, man. Ajak, uh was murdered. The deviants are back. We got to go. And so now we get on Kingo's private jet that he has. And this is a thing I don't care for. I like the crew and character. I think it's a great performance. I think he's got a lot of funny lines. I don't like this whole like I'm making a documentary yeah. as like a fake way to get more exposition out like do. Do better than this I, all this like <laughs> shaky cam shitty
0: video yeah, stuff yeah. that i'm looking at come well, on this adds the only moments of levity in the film as well when various other eternals destroy those cameras and i'm not saying that's actual levity because it sucks <laughs> <laughs> i mean i agree with you andrew i think he's one of the best characters and this is another way you could have someone be introduced to the eternals and take us through it for for a pov for the audience but But some of these gags, man.
1: It is just (laughs) unbelievably funny for Sprite to call Kingo a fake friend in the middle of this disastrous thing that's happening. Like, (laughs) yeah. I'm like, at this point, I'm like, I don't care. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, what happened in Macedonia? I don't give a shit. That's all they care about cuz they're fucking, you know, uh uh clipping their
2: toenails during the Holocaust, dude. Like they don't Jesus. give a shit. Yeah, it's nobody about, cares. It's all about per-
1: interpersonal relations. Yes, and yeah, it's just home listening to My Chemical Romance <laughs> and sulking about it.
0: It's like turning on Days of Our Lives on, you know, episode 10,000 and you're like, "Oh, so the eye patch guy was with her and then with him <laughs> and then this happened." Mhm. And it's just them rehashing that shit and I couldn't you I couldn't give a fuck about any of the eternals. I'm sorry.
3: Um, uh, so they do from, from Mumbai, they go to Australia, which we already talked about, except for the thing that happens here is um Gemma Chan uh she she has already gotten out of the out of the corpse of Salma Hayek the little gold floating ball that Ajak uses to communicate with Akron there. And ends mm-hmm. the Quidditch match as well. She ends That's, it immediately yes, when she grabs yes. it. Um you know, she's trying to figure out like how she can like use it to call to like go, uh, you know, talk to Arishim or whatever. And they're like, well, just go, we're going to stay in here and just keep chatting about our favorite uh, friends, the Avengers. You go sit out on the lawn under that tree. And I don't know, maybe you'll communicate with him. And it happens immediately. And he, you know, she goes up and this is where we get the, the all the information about yes. the emergence. And he's like, Sorry to let you know this way, but I figured an in-person meeting would have been better than an email. (laughs) Here's the truth about your existence, sexy robot lady.
1: You're a sexy robot lady.
3: Well, that's it. Back to
2: Australia with you. All right, listen. So, yes, uh, we're going to tear the earth open like a fucking broken condom. It's going to be destroyed. But make sure all of you Eternals have your travel vouchers for your next assignment. It's very important. I don't want you guys not expensing this properly. It's a huge hassle for me when you don't do that.
1: Also, in the interim, I'm going to need you guys to work on my taxes. This new baby's got to count for this quarter. I can't tell you how important this is.
3: Um, And the other thing we should mention is, so they're like, before this encounter, the Eternals are all like, well, whenever Erisham comes back to pick us up, we're going back to our home planet of Olympia. And then this is where he's like, by the way, that home (laughs) planet totally doesn't exist. And I built you in something I'm deciding to call the World Forge. (laughs) Oh, come on. What? I mean, just whatever. And you have these like, Gemma Chan is standing in what is like a simulation of the room where these things were all built. And she's standing next to a not yet finished version of herself. And let me tell you, once again, Ladies and gentlemen, I don't like something's got to be going on with the special effects budgets. I think someone is siphoning money off the top, <laughs> and this is all that they have left because, like, Gemma Chan standing in this room where there's supposed to be like rows of these unfinished robots. I can I sound like a broken record, but that also looks absolutely dreadful. Yeah. It does.
2: And I mean, all we're doing right now is just ripping the matrix in a big bad way. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, yep. it's a middle yep. of the it's a middle of the movie twist. It's about the, the celestials using human beings as batteries, Mm -hmm. essentially, Mm -hmm. and et cetera, et cetera. And by the way, your reality is not what you thought it was, et cetera. You're a robot. And I mean, like it's just, and it doesn't hit because I don't care about anybody. I do not care about any person. And Angelina Jolie is, I keep like, having to like push past people to look at Angelina Jolie in an Angelina Jolie movie, it's, it's very amazing. bizarre. It's really weird that she's in this movie. I'm sorry. I find I, it really strange.
1: I mean, I think the whole thing screams of not knowing where to put the camera, like having yes. too much to put it because like, yeah, I, I actually think her fighting style is pretty interesting. I think during the action scenes, her fights are the most interesting, the way she oh, by uh, her sword stuff. But like, yeah, it, it, there's this unbelievably interesting little moment when Gilgamesh, finds out that Ajax was killed, where he literally tears a cast iron uh, pan in half. Yes. yes. Yeah. And it's just this minor detail in the background. You mm-hmm. could have made that like a shot, you know, and maybe have an emotional moment with this character, but you got to keep moving. You have to keep going. Another scene coming. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, again, because we we only have three hours to get
2: an entire mythology out, you know what I yes. mean? Which is not actually that much time for
3: 10 mother effing characters. And that's the thing with like, you know, I don't know if it was Feige directly, but somebody was like, yeah we're not doing the whole thing like we did with the Avengers where they're all gonna get their little movies and then they're gonna come together as one big group we're just doing the big group what,
1: what, which what is we're f- gonna do is almost exactly what uh, Justice League did oh wait I'm not supposed to say that I'm sorry uh uh uh, uh Pretty
2: Sunsets yeah <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean and you that's fine because no one's gonna see a fucking Kingo movie or a Gilgamesh well, film I
0: just well uh, I just said I, I would rather see a Kingo movie than this movie but you do you do a prequel well you do a thing where you maybe maybe that's the tv show right you go through all their each eternal gets nope. a few episodes <laughs> and then you do this movie when people are excited because they know what the fuck this is
3: or you do a thing where it's like this first the eternals movie was just a few of them well that's yes that's the The arc the movie. is a bringing the band back together thing and honestly what you needed at least if you were doing it that way and you have this first movie one of them their Avengers is fucking doing something maybe Mm. it's like a small role but like it's there to sort of ease that transition and there's just maybe like I don't know four of these fuckers you have to worry about and then Eternals 2 is we gotta go get fucking Fastos and whoever else like yeah yeah they tried to just do the thing that didn't work for another company and they thought they could do it better and they they did not please put chris
1: pratt in this the shit he's been doing otherwise has been horrendous and i include his life in that (laughs) (laughs) yeah dude sucks i i'll disagree i i'm
2: happy that there's no mcu or is in this to keep it well at least feeling sorry that's one of the things that will give this some credit for
0: there's zero people in this with screen presence sure i mean no i agree maybe kingo comes closest that's where we're at
2: but, I, I mean, I like Barry. That's, I mean, like, not screen present necessarily. It's the characters. It's the, it's yeah, the characters' that's the the script. You've got Angelina Jolie, Barry Cogan, Brian Tyree Henry. These are people that could be in a movie that would light it on fire, but they aren't allowed to because they have to talk about the fucking,
3: the World Forge and Unimind. And I don't even know what else is happening. <laughs> oh, man, Unimind. <laughs> I just can't. I just cannot. I don't want to leave... Um, uh Lauren Ridloff off this she's the actress oh, who yes. plays Macari I think she's great I saw her in a play actually uh a while back she's a really great actor and like but what is
0: she doing I, this
3: Nothing. she's just jumping around fucking collecting things like a little stinker yeah. and, uh-huh. you know again they sort of intimate uh you know that she's had some sort of past relationship with uh <laughs> Druig Druig there you know you know, it's that, it's not super direct. Uh, it's also not super hidden. It's kind of like right in the middle. Could uh, use more of that.
1: I will say they have more heat and chemistry than Madden and Chen. Yes. By by yep. by Miles, I say I, I I felt the the heat between them. Dude, like you,
3: the end of the movie when Barry Gogan like like she realizes that Barry Gogan is still alive and like they come together and he they sort of like connect foreheads like mm. they just sort of yeah, like yeah. put their heads together like that is a more striking moment than like the entirety of uh Circe and fucking uh Icarus yep. I mean well they, they wouldn't weren't allowed to kiss because they didn't get legally married so yeah that's know. right <laughs> um yeah so they're all like kind of not really thrilled about the news and they're like well you know we need to figure out a way to to stop this thing what if we you know put it to sleep well who could do that our good buddy Druig could do that so it's back uh we're back west, uh, going to Central America to find Druig, uh, and he's living in a very small village in the jungle, weirdly controlling people, hopefully with like some gross sex
1: stuff going oh, on, ab- but not in this movie. You know it's mm-hmm.
0: happening on the sidelines, you know?
1: Oh, absolutely.
0: The sidelines. <laughs> <laughs> like, right off screen, folks, there's some nasty shit happening. hmm and then uh oh, deviant attack, guys. <laughs> oh man, uh-oh. deviant attack indeed. It's so
2: exciting, dude. With deviants show up and they look like I don't even know what, and they just kind of flutter around and
3: you dude, know the, one of the biggest laugh lines for me is in this movie, in this moment right here in the movie where uh it's it's Cersei and Icarus just having another boring moment together, like in the jungle, huh. and Icarus is like. Cersei, there's something I want to, and then he gets yanked away by this flying deviant dude. Mm-hmm. It is unintentionally but hysterical. It is
0: very funny, and I was like, "Holy shit, something's happening in this movie!" Finally, it's been it's been on for three hours. Here we go, and then he just comes back. He's just like, "I'm fine." I gotta say, I like the laser
2: beam eyes. Those are fun to look at. I thought those pretty cool. What,
0: that, what's that X Men that does that? Cyclops. Cyclops. I just, I couldn't stop thinking about. Oh yeah, Cyclops.
1: I, I- I, yeah, why can't is this isn't the space pirate that birthed Cyclops, right? No, it's not Corsair, it's
3: Cyclops's
2: father. Okay, <laughs> oh, please,
1: nice. <laughs> nice. And look, by the
3: way, I love that this motherfucker could be like Corsair, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's Cyclops's father. And earlier in this episode, proclaimed to not be a Marvel guy. Not that much of a Marvel guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, uh-huh. you're right. Yeah, no. you don't know any of them Cyclops second cousins, but that fucking <laughs> Gleepclop father name you got down.
2: Uh, but yeah. know this whole
3: sequence is, I I think, a pretty good action. Sentence. It is,
2: but I mean, the deviants wind up being nothing. They're no, yep. nothing. They are action yeah. yep. like because I mean, like th- it'd be one thing if you know, because like, again, and, and like there's this thing about like how Peter Sarsgaard's character. It absorbed Ajax' Bill power, Skarsgard. Bill Skarsgård. Uh, Bill Sars, yeah. I get those mixed up. All those scar, all those scars. he uh, Absorbed her power, <laughs> and now he could start almost talking like, oh man, it's the beginning, a new beginning for the deviants. And he gets cut into confetti. The next, like, he disappears. There's another scene where he, he, like, he does this whole thing. He kills uh, Gilgamesh, absorbs his power, and he disappears from the movie. And I don't even know what he's doing there at the end. I it's really do insane
3: not. it's insane he kills a great character yes. which I'm sorry like sprite was right there yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the yeah. Gilgamesh fucking eats shit saving Thena she has one of her fucking episodes and mm. just like stands frozen watching this dude get murdered which like she never kind of like uh, comes to grips with uh, by the end of the movie uh, but uh, 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 Andrew she's mad weary as are <laughs> we all yeah <sighs> indeed. Uh, but he stands up after taking, uh, Gilgamesh's powers and he just goes, you are not saviors eternals. You are murderers. (laughs) Bye bye movie. I,
0: I, you know what? I don't know. Get away for, to make that guy talk at the start, you know, yes. figure Mm -hmm. a way to do that so that I know that there's, uh. I don't know, some kind of motivation, some kind of presence behind these gleep-glop dogs. Look, the the
2: point of the deviance of this movie is obviously the red herring, because the real evil is the Eternals themselves, you know, Icarus, et cetera. And that's Mm -hmm. fine, but the way to do that is then not have Peter S- Bill Skarsgård at all, just have them be dog monsters, which I wouldn't like I- either. But at least then, like, they're just a bunch of noise and they disappear throughout the middle of the movie. And you're like, oh, yeah, they, they weren't the big thing. When Bill Skarsgård comes back to fight her, I'm like, who are you and why are you fighting her? What happened? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: and I don't even believe they say the character name, do they? Does Angelina say it? Maybe, maybe not.
1: Is I don't K- think so. Crow,
3: K-R-O, is that-, yes. is that the name? Yeah, that's the name because he's...
2: And he's a huge character in the comic, and that's cool, but not in this version. But no, they're all
1: deviants. It's all wire dog, wire bird, wire cat, wire fox. And like, (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's it. Like, it would be insane if she said that name at the end of this. movie. I'd be like, (laughs) where did you get that name? Or was this the flying one? Then maybe I'd get Crow.
3: And you, I think, could have it both ways, because I think it's either Chris or Steve. I think you already said, like, we couldn't have all these deviants running around as humanoid talking creatures cuz you can't keep track cuz we also have ten eternals i agree with that however maybe you restructure it so it's like two or three deviants and then they're fucking yes. you know the the things doing their bidding are these these dog and exactly. wire cheetahs and wired pterodactyls <laughs> and whatever the fuck all sorts of wire wire hippos all kinds <laughs> of stuff man ooh dude if one of those things was shaped like a hippo honestly pretty good cool. better,
1: better By the way, movie this, By the way, the villains are the good guys. Thing didn't we just do this with Captain Marvel?
0: Yes. Yeah, we did. And and Ben and Ben Mendelsohn
1: was so much more character than this does.
0: And Gemma Chan was in that movie as well.
1: Oh, was she? I I think she
0: was one of the Cree. She was. Yes. Yeah she
1: she eats shit
3: at the end of the movie. Oh, that's too (laughs) bad. Yeah, R.I.P.D. That character I'll never remember.
2: So like, whatever. This is the end of that attack, and it's like, oh shit. I think at this point, we R- Richard Madden has a flashback, and we find out that he was the bad, the big baddie all along. Where he's just like, "Oh, you figured it out there, eh, that Ajax? Why don't Why don't you come over to to Alaska with me, real quick? I got something to show you." No, no, the good cuts are in the back, Ajax. Just keep <laughs> going down,
3: keep walking down that way, Ajax. Dude, and we are told that, like, for whatever reason, A-jack, uh, you know. Has more memories. They, they, you know, they say something about like, oh, Ajax like been around for millions of years or something mm-hmm. like that. And it's like, lady, you can't see this coming. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like, it, unless it's a thing where it's like, I knew it all along. Mm-hmm. Uh, Icarus, like, strike me down. The rest of the Eternals will rise up more powerful than you could imagine. Like something like that, right? If she has like an Obi Wan kind of death, sure, maybe, sure, but it's like. You could not see this fucking freight train when you're sitting on the tracks, lady? Come Maybe on. Maybe it's
0: like the Irishman or something with like with Jimmy Hoffa being such good friends. <laughs> with uh, There's no way my best friend would murder me. <laughs> yeah. no, that's another internal. Of course, it'd be fine. Oh, shit, I'm being shot? I thought we were getting ice cream. No.
3: <laughs> uh, but yeah, they have this like... We already talked about it, but they go to Brian Tyree Henry in Chicago. They're like, hey, you got to do this. He's like, cool, fine. Then they go uh, back to the Mideast because that's, yes, where the ship has been left. So they go on the ship. The Domo is the name of the ship, which I thought was kind of cool. And yeah, this is where they're kind of like fighting about what to do. The Unimind plan is sort of, you know, they're like yeah alright that sounds good Festus Why don't you build that uh, So Druid can like put this fucking You know thing to sleep And then this is where Icarus is like uh, You know walking out And he's he says to uh, Kingo like goes after him And he's like you know I'll follow you anywhere Icarus and he's like don't say that to me. You know, you're not who I think I am. And then, yeah, this is this flashback. Six days ago, it says. And I was like, I was like, that's unbelievable because I feel like I've been watching this movie
1: for at least <laughs> uh, three weeks. Oh, also, you just had me fucking zip zapping around centuries, buddy. Yeah, do you really fucking six days? <laughs> uh, the fuck what? do I care? Dude,
0: give me the courtesy of a week ago.
1: Yeah, please, <laughs> man. And,
2: you know, this is the big thing where it's like, he starts fucking with him, right? He's like, "I can't allow you to do it. You're yeah. not
3: allowed. It's against the rules."
1: <laughs> uh, well, uh, that is that is it. It's against the rules. That's b- mostly his reasoning.
2: To be fair, though, like in his mind, like it's like all week you told me we were gonna go to McDonald's, right? You're like, "Steve, you want to go to McDonald's on Friday?" I'm like, yeah, that sounds like a good time. And like, I, I, I've got my meal picked out. I know what I'm gonna do. And then the last minute, you're just like. Now I had to go to Nathan's instead. Like, well, I just I really wanted to go to McDonald's. So like, what the fuck? You, I mean, I've mean, i been thinking about this all week. And then by that, I mean, yeah. a millennia. I've been waiting to go to McDonald's. So we're all going to go together. And now you're changing the plan.
0: I agree. I think Icarus is the good guy.
1: <laughs> I mean, um, evil yeah. Superman has also been done. I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. It's just in the culture. But like. Like the boys has already done Evil Superman much yeah. better. Yes,
0: better than and, and, any of these dour properties could. Yeah,
1: this is just like like absolute like I understand it's a different tone and everything, but like literally there's no energy to this performance in Richard Madden. No, yes, he's literally just jawing. Dead at you. fish but,
2: shit. He's got nothing to do. Not nothing to do. He's got plenty to do. He just doesn't do it. And <laughs> it's a thing where that's when the movie really starts to fray because. This is the biggest turn of the movie. Like this is, you really have to be like, oh shit! And yes. like, yeah, honest question. A, by a twist. the twist.
0: Honest yeah. question. Do you think that they were directed to take their performances down because they're robots? It's a
2: good question. A good question. Probably. I don't think so. I before. think they
3: were directed to take their performances down so they could make a quote unquote serious superhero drama.
0: Movie. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think Pretend that's you're what this is. Superman delivering Amazon packages. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Would um would be fantastic
3: But uh you know and, and that's what sucks Is like this confrontation scene Could be pretty cool mm-hmm. right Because he's like you know You won't succeed against me And I'll kill every one of you if I have to yes. And I'm like pretty badass And then this is like Sprite decides To go with him and you're like okay we got some Defection here but then it's just totally Killed by Kingo going We're no match guys It's Icarus <laughs> and he leaves And I'm <laughs> like
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I, wait I, I a get second the vibe that he like you know it's like well we're supposed to be here for the birth of the new thing like who
1: right like yeah right. But word. here's the that's thing. why we exist i'm not gonna I vote totally... for trump i'm just gonna not vote exactly uh, yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. Exactly. i totally
3: get you know kingo you know not wanting to be a part of it and staying true to the plan and you know whatever but like to make me on board with all of the surviving eternals by the end of this movie it needs to be a thing where it's like uh uh-oh is this the end for one of the eternals and then blam blam there is on of course and it's fucking stunning that that doesn't happen just from like purely a story structure thing and then at the end of the movie he's in one of the little epilogue scenes where like He's taken Sprite under his wing to like go to school, and I guess they're gonna go back to India or whatever the fuck. And like, and 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 Cersei isn't like, hey man, that was a real shithead thing you did,
2: (laughs) exactly.
0: Back on that beach,
2: or like, oh hey, are you enjoying fucking living in Earth? Yeah, of course. You're fucking welcome, asshole. (laughs) Like,
0: yeah. Well, you know, the we would have we would have included him, of course, but the actor was unavailable as he was at the gym.
1: Yes,
0: (laughs) important uh he fights and
2: like this is the thing too is like Angelina Jolie is like I've always wanted to fight he's like let's get it on then and it just sort of does you know what I mean like again like this should be a, at the end of the movie where like holy shit it's Superman and Batman fighting each other or I don't know it's 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 Iron Man and uh and Captain America fighting each other and it's right. got no weight to it because Angelina Jolie is on Ambien and out of this movie for most of the film. <laughs> and Richard Madden is, I, I apologize, Richard Madden. Mm-hmm. And
3: now Accurate. what scene are you talking about, Steve? When they fight on the ship. She fights him in the ship for yeah. like four 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 and a half oh, seconds. Right. Well, that's what's confusing, because the first part of that, like when the whole argument is going down, she's literally in the other room. No, and I'm yes. like, why isn't she here <laughs> for this part of the scene? How big is the ship that you don't hear the, the commotion?
2: Ah, Cersei, so you're taking a crap. You missed it. I'm evil now. <laughs> want to go for it?
1: I'm in the cafeteria. <laughs> the cafeteria. No, you take a right out of the... Le- you never mind. I'll find you.
2: <laughs> and, like, they fight for a second. And Sprite does join uh, because she is actually in love with the Icarus. And I do kind of want Icarus to be like, I just, yes, I, I appreciate your support. Oh, you're one of my best. It's never gonna happen, though. I just, I really gotta be clear about that. It's just, it's not gonna, it's never gonna
3: happen. I know we've been hanging out for 7,000 years, (laughs) but listen, you still look like a baby. (laughs) And it's fucking weird. It's creeping me out.
1: It would be, oh man. (laughs) I want my bibi It just starts doing it. I would be. That would make me very happy. There, oh, there was a like,
2: oh, Richard Madden for Bond, and I'm like, Richard Madden to not be in anything I want to watch. <laughs> Dude, the
3: only way you're gonna cast Richard Madden as Bond is if you promise me at the end of his one and only movie, he's fucking murdered like Daniel Craig.
0: <laughs> You know, I bet it's going to happen just because, you know, obviously we live in the worst timeline. Everything's been terrible these last five years. We're saying, you know, God, baby, kill us. Um, I think <laughs> I think it's going to happen just because we live in the worst world. I mean, I guess was Tom Holland, would that be worse than Richard Madden? Tom Holland
2: would be worse, absolutely. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I, I actually think the only time I've ever liked him even as an actor was that elton john movie for like a hot minute oh yeah he's He's good at that that. he's kind of a scumbag like i think that's probably what he needs to be like this role it just doesn't work for him and it's like i yeah it's just yeah. yeah i
3: mean i would be i would be curious what a richard madden not bond but like a richard madden um superhero performance was like if he was allowed to act like he wanted to be there. Yes. Yeah. Cause this doesn't. whole performance is like a hungover substitute teacher. That's pissed off. He got called in for the day. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Accurate. And it's just, I don't want to be here. And it, to me, at least it comes off on screen that way. So he, he destroys Faustus is working on the fucking unimind. mind. He destroys it. It's kind of like basically the equivalent of like, when your sibling is playing with a bunch of Legos and you go in and break them and Uh they go, Hey, (laughs) that's kind of what's going on. So then like he flies away, whatever. And immediately, I mean, thank God he came up with this idea so fast. Fastest is like, Oh, well actually, you know, Cersei, if I took that weird Quidditch thing out of your chest, maybe I could do something to
1: refit that, to make it the, be the Unimind. And I'm like, whatever whatever <laughs> the fuck ever <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah. uh, file and,
1: file it under information that would be uh, useful yesterday <laughs> <laughs> and they're just fighting on the beach here
2: and so, uh, Athena kills uh, Crow it is seen that I mean again like this character has had no development whatsoever and it's incredible And also like I'm sorry Marvel you need a he looks like shit B I cannot hear this thing Maybe lower it to two to three voice modulations as opposed to seven. like pull up to the
3: second window. I'm so exhausted by the voice modulation. Yep. Like you know what? In that Masters of the Universe movie, I'm pretty sure Frank, El- uh, Frank Langella is not voice modified. <laughs> yes. Uh, and that's you know kind of saying something. And it, it like you realize though the the lengths to which. They're doing voice modification in this movie because Newsflash, Pat Oswald does not sound like Pat Oswald in this no, voice role. It weird. is modulated to shit and it's very weird because it's got like the faint, it's got like a faint reminiscent of Pat Oswald's yeah. voice. It, it
1: keeps on going in and out. It's it does. It's like so distracting. I, I was like losing my mind in that little scene because it's like, is that Pat Oswald or did they just like edit it out? Edit out parts of it that didn't sound funny not, or something. Not Trust only that, actors to act, please. Yes.
0: Not only that, it's the worst looking CGI I've ever Ooh, seen. It, for it's the big
1: boy.
3: Yeah. <laughs> really bad. But also, yeah, by the way, uh, newsflash Disney, uh, Pat Oswalt was in one of your fucking movies doing a great voice performance.
1: Which? but even in the mouse movie. Oh yes, yeah. The oh, oh yes, of course. Right. He, oh he yeah. that's
0: in the MCU? Phenomenal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. If Remy was in the MCU, that would be really a step up for the whole series, I think. <laughs>
0: They'd have but fun with him, right? Like him and it, Groot or something. He's the personal chef <laughs> to the Avengers. Come on. That'd be, you know,
2: Come on. But even the what do you call it there? The voice modulation is so bad. Don Lee, his voice is in that scene too, and you can't tell the difference because it's just like Nah, nah, nah. Or would you like it if I talked like Gilgamesh, which I'm now talking like? And I, I, wait? Wait,
0: look at me. Whoa. I'm President Barack Obama now. Wow. I, oh. <laughs> Sounds
1: strong. <laughs> yeah, it's all gonna end up sounding like the thing monster at the end of the thing. It just it's it, it would just, be rad though if actually, yeah, you were right. Like you were doing all
3: them impressions, Steve, if it was like a uh a deviant that was like the deviant's equivalent to like rich little. <laughs> and he's just like doing all these impressions and shit. That would be kind of something. Sure. Well, he's diced into confetti so he doesn't get the chance to get, you know, his oh. he, he can't he can't get his uh George H.W. Bush impression down. And the thing that's a bitch about it is like she fucks this dude up with these swords it's like he's like squeezing her and he's got all his fucking tentacles out trying to steal her powers she like reaches she gives herself a reach around and pulls out these two <laughs> blades and fuck c- cuts this thing up and you watch it kind of fall to pieces and i was like man can you imagine how this scene would play if the thing that was falling to pieces at the hands of angelina jolie was an established fucking villain <laughs> yep. character mm-hmm. that you like recognize from uh, somewhere or something.
1: Also wouldn't it be great if you could see this thing, Oh this no. fucking lighting, my fucking, <laughs> I never like, I didn't feel it was solo. I didn't feel with anything else, but uh, this one specifically, there are so many scenes where I cannot tell what the fuck is going on. Cause it's so dark. Chris, can I ask you why you mentioned
3: solo right there? Is there a lot of night stuff oh, in yeah. that? I, well, no, I, I only saw it one there, time. And there I really is don't a, remember the it. start
0: towards the battles. A lot of uh, uh-huh. where uh, Khan is de- deployed and he uh, finds Chewy there. People complained about the uh, the color issue there, but oh, hey, I man, see. let me tell you some little tip: close those blinds. You know, <laughs> I, understand,
1: I understand that. No, but
3: but it's like but like other people that were complaining about that, I think to Eric's point is like, yo, I was trying to watch this movie on my fucking phone while I was on the bus, and I couldn't see shit. (laughs) Sure. Um, So
2: that's that, and now the Eternals are fighting each other. We already said Brian Tyree Henry, and his power is technology, which would make sense. If he was like a big, like kind of cable, uh the, the comic book character guy where he's got big crazy machines that he's built in advanced, but he just sort of builds stuff from like sand and stuff. And I'm like, how does that work?
3: I, was well, I mean, confused. we can't we can't get into the magic of how stuff works. I know, but, but. still. Uh but so uh and he makes big dumb line here. Big dumb line. Oh, I know. Sorry. Here it
2: comes. Please tell me. I, I know it's exactly. oh,
3: oh I, maybe not. I don't know. I'm kind of jumping around the scene, but there's a part where like Druig is like Trying to go up against Icarus and Icarus just uses his laser eyes to like push him six feet down in the sand and then turns around and just goes, Druig's gone. It's over. <laughs> I was like, the fuck are you talking about? There's eight more people trying to kill you.
2: Oh no, the the one I had, which is when Brian Terry Henry's Fastos uh scraps uh Icarus to the floor, he goes I always wanted to clip your wings, Icarus, and I uh, threw oh. up in my living room. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I
1: just had to throw up in my living room. Sure,
3: yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's pretty shitty. Uh,
1: that, that's and... the thing with the fucking uh, th- when when he says it's over, I'm like, the hell it is. Like, <laughs> what, what, how am I supposed to believe? It? Like, first of all, the whole thing with the deviants being able to kill them—what the fuck's that about? Like, like it, it's just like, oh yeah, you're, tur- you're you can. I guess it's just supposed to be under the rubric. They evolve. So now they can kill you. I guess so. I guess. But like, but still like all the time, I'm just like, I don't understand who can kill who here at all.
3: Well, they don't like age and, and whatnot. But like, if you went up to an eternal, like as a person and shot them in the head, like are they
1: bulletproof? Oh yeah. like They do they, they heal right back up. They're not dying from that. I'm confused. What proof <laughs> do you have? <laughs> but they literally say they're immortal. Like if, if anything's going to kill them, they wouldn't be able to die. Like well, Highlanders
3: Highlanders are immortals, but there's a very important weakness that they
2: have. Someone, well, but Highla-
3: that, Highlanders are well defined, Andrew. That's the
0: problem. <laughs> oh, also that. someone that's did the early ticket. in the film. I forget which one because there's fucking fifteen or ten or seventy of them. Sure, but uh, <laughs> one of them gets cut, and uh, Ajax like touches them, and the wound heals. So maybe you need a special eternal, the medic eternal. I don't know. Oh, I need a weird. medic
2: eternal. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um.
2: Gemma Chan is trying to stop the, the Celestial and Sprite shows up and stabs her in the back. And then Barry Kogan just
3: fucking hits her with a rock.
0: You know how surprising <laughs> that was? I think they were expecting Sierra Mist.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> oh, actually, wouldn't it be crazy if like Sprite's like, you know, getting after her or whatever. And then it's like thunk and her eyes roll back in her head. and She falls forward. And, oh, my God. Standing there with Thor's hammer Is the little 7-Up spot guy <laughs> Yes
1: Because
3: if anyone is worthy to fucking wield that hammer It's the 7-Up spot
1: guy a good point I stole this from the Noid
0: Oh fuck I mean Sprite. Sprite's uh, uh, You know A young girl They should call her 7-Up That's probably her age
1: Yeah <laughs>
2: we should have done a, a series of seven up movies with the eternals every seven years for two million years two million <laughs> entries i guess uh, sure. yeah <laughs> maybe seven every 700 years you check back in yeah
3: <laughs> so yeah druig hits her with the rock uh she falls down and then druig okay, man again dumb as donkey dick he's just like i can't do this this is your fight now okay and i'm like why Why? yes why helper (laughs) you're a team the fuck are you talking about like and
2: it's fine that that's the point is that you want to you want to like that's i understand like in the writer's room you've got a big whiteboard where it's like the last the big climax has to be uh cersei versus icarus because they have this history together but you need to make that happen convincingly. you can't just be like yeah, I, I hit somebody with a rock. I'm just gonna take a knee
3: here real quick. Uh, Dude, yeah, all of these superheroes that are like passing the trash. It's like <laughs> there's another way to have your leader, your new leader, rise from all of this. And it's not it's not by default. I hit I hit a I hit a little girl with a rock. I'm done for the
2: day.
1: Yeah, you know that that Icarus didn't kill me or anything, but I feel like I have a nasty chest cold now from that. <laughs> That definitely hurt me some way. I don't think I'm up for it. I gotta tell you, maybe some chicken soup for me today. <laughs>
3: uh, but yeah, so you know, this emergence starts happening. Um, cool big hand coming out of a volcano. I like I like the visuals here. Yes, yeah, for sure. mm-hmm. yeah. Um, there is a fucking ridiculous thing though. We were complaining about the collateral damage. There's a thing where like where one of the because it's like a head and then a bunch of fingers from the ha- uh, a hand are sort of coming up out of the water and when i don't know which part is coming where i think it's one of the fingers is coming up it creates like a whirlpool and you see this island like totally go under and it's like there's a couple of tiny little houses like here and there that you see fall into this huge whirlpool but like conveniently i guess everybody was on vacation and there's somewhere you don't see any (laughs) people there's not even like a fucking clothesline with shirts on it or you know, anything that would actually lead me to believe that sentient life lives on that island. And I was like, that's cheap. I need yeah. some fucking people, dude. I need someone like, whoa, I'm in a whirlpool now. Yeah, just if even if they're I like... I don't know why it was Don Knotts. I just yeah. did. I'd like Don Knotts. That's,
1: yeah, if, if he shows up, <laughs> even you you want to bring him back, CGI him, Tarkin him. Definitely. Uh, oh, into yeah. this, and he's part of the Avengers now.
3: Uh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so this whole... Um, Emergence is going on, and you know, Cersei starts like trying to do it, you know, freeze this thing or turn it to marble, I guess is the idea. And the Unimind thing, the concept as I understand it, was like, if we join together in this Unimind, all our powers will consolidate and make us more powerful. And that should be enough to like fuck this thing over, put it to sleep, kill it, whatever they're trying to do. And as that's happening, um, you know, Cersei, like Icarus comes up, but then uh uh-oh, like he gets caught up in the thing too, and now all of the Eternals are linked into this thing and the the big motherfucker turns to stone in the middle of the water and that's it, and then dude the second this is over with Icarus just starts crying
2: what I I want is when the the Celestial emerges from the water and it's yellow, I want at least one of these Eternals like holy fuck, it was a yellow one I thought it was, I really thought it was going to be green. I was, I really, I just had it in my head this whole time. I'm like,
1: and then the green celestial,
2: it's a yellow one. Fuck, that's pretty cool.
1: All right. Who had yellow in the (laughs) celestial birth pool? So the tides are probably fine, right? Yeah, they're probably fine. I told you, Drew,
2: it wasn't going to be fuchsia, you fucking idiot.
3: (laughs) God. It's my favorite color.
2: (laughs) But yes, and this is great. He's so distraught because you let, his love, uh, destroy, uh, a a celestial, uh, his only, uh, purpose on this earth and uh, like a good robot. He's like, I'm going to fucking fly right into the fucking sun,
3: dude. And so I guess this is the point where I, I should mention. So I saw this in the theater, um, and it wasn't due to interest in it. It was like, it came out the same weekend or maybe like the weekend after, the new Lower Manhattan Alamo Draft Test came out. And, you know, yeah. I love checking out all sorts of theaters. So I was like, all right, I want to see how they're operating. Let me go down, and check it out. I was, sit- when I tell you, I think I was sitting in the same row with all of the fans of The Eternals. Like all <laughs> five Shit. of them. All five of them were there, right? And man, I mean, they were, bless them, they were having a great time. It's fine. I, I You know what? However you find joy, as long as it's legal and not hurting anybody, sure. I'm okay with it. So they're enjoying it. I wasn't theater comedian. I was sitting there very quietly just drinking a bunch of beer and my eating my chips and everything. And they were kind of annoying, but whatever. <laughs> it, it was their turf. I'm only visiting. Yeah. Right? So this fucking scene happens where this Icarus flies into the sun, and I couldn't take it anymore. And I just burst out laughing. And when I tell you the death stare that this guy gave me when I started, oh my God, because like that row of friends were heartbroken at what they were just seeing. And (laughs) I was just belly laughing at this dude doing it. And this guy, you know, it didn't come down to this, but I feel like it, like a second or two, it crosses mind. Like I'm going to sucker punch that guy. (laughs) When we walk out (laughs) of the theater, he was so pissed off
1: but like i'm sorry it's the dumbest thing i saw all year uh andrew i mean you should have really just you should have uh, honestly just slapped him with a white glove and tell him you know <laughs> i'll see you on the parking lot and oh be-
3: another thing that happened so one of the one of the dudes in the group of friends was uh australian and they had before the movie they had been somehow it came up and that's how i like uh, other than hearing his voice like something, something, this dude was from Australia and they were talking about it for some reason. I think it was in relation to like, oh, COVID, I wish I could go back home and like whatever it was. But at the part of the movie where they go to Gilgamesh and Thena's fucking hangout place and the screen just goes, Australia? One of the people that was with this guy was like, say, Dave, look! <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God.
1: See, Andrew, if you had read the seven issues of the Eternals, you would maybe would have felt what they were going through when Icarus burns himself to death. <laughs> maybe if you had read all those 17 issues, how many were they? Uh, nine, 19, but the, I mean, the, oh, there's been okay. more than
3: that, just the original Jack Kirby run, and but most of them have been canceled most of the series. Uh, <laughs> Chris, to your point, also, just this dude flying into the sun and crying about it, I need to see him, like, really get in there and start falling yes. pieces mm-hmm. you know I want to see his robot skeleton yeah give me the gears
2: and if that's what happens and I mean like here's a problem because you got Gemma Chan down on down on the ground does your boots <laughs> on the ground I need her to be fucking devastated I need her to be like yes we won the day but at what price you know what I mean yeah. oh my god yep. my immortal love of thousands of years that we were legally married Uh we never got legally divorced because that would also be a sin
1: um, yeah <laughs> oh wow we're, we're amping it up to catholic huh? Interesting. <laughs> Our catholic wedding
2: ceremony
1: <laughs> I, I i don't know i don't know steve she's got ramen night to look forward to with her boyfriend back yeah it's a good way wherever london <laughs> but i mean
2: like she's not she's just like well that was something uh and well, hey 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 sprite let me make you into a real girl because i have like I I basically, uh, it's like in Mario when you get the star, like, I've got, like, six minutes of awesome power. (laughs) Who wants what? Who wants what? I got six minutes. You want to be a real girl? Burns
3: is doped up or dying
2: (laughs) or something.
0: And, man, it's just like, the the scene you described, I don't know if she could even deliver as an actress, and also I'm a robot, so I don't need to do it.
3: Yeah, I I guess so. And what we're told here, again, if... It's a big if I am understanding this correctly, was that part of their they realized, like, oh, the fail safe that's built into this whole thing about why, you know, we can be present for the destruction of these planets, but we're not killed when the planet is exploding is because much like how they connected together. They also like the Eternals are built to automatically connect with the Celestial that's being birthed. Sure. So Mm. they're, so they're, they're like, you know, protected. But what they tell us here is that that also wound up helping the Eternals to their advantage because once they also connected with the Celestial, that boosted the power even more. So the funny thing is, this Celestial connected with them to protect them or whatever and wound up actually committing suicide (laughs) because it was the juice from that thing that powered it enough to kill it it wasn't the Eternals like yeah they helped out but like this giant Taimud thing fucking killed itself basically
1: (laughs) uh, yeah you fucked it up
2: and I mean like you know not to I I actually like I said before I I will be clear I'm glad that there's no other MCU connections in this but this fucking robot head comes out of the out of the ocean and no one's like the war machine is just sitting on his hands. Nobody's like, totally. You want to hey, check Fuller, out, pick th-
3: up the fucking phone. <laughs> See
2: what's going on. I know whoever's on, uh, you know, after end game, I know everyone's scattered, but there are, there are superheroes on the planet that would
3: be like, you hear about that big old head there. Like what's going on with that big old head. But uh, should we uh go check that out? <laughs> you think, or Steve,
1: Steve, let me, can I ask you something with uh, end game? Do you remember it at all? Yeah, I, I actually just rewatched it. Okay. Uh, is the World Engine that thing that Peter Dinklage is up in? Oh, good. That's it's it's it it's not the same thing. I think it's not, it's not okay.
2: The, he's like a super troll and something something. Gotcha. Super gotcha, troll. Gotcha. 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 Yeah.
3: <laughs> I don't know why. Uh super <laughs> troll
0: so funny, it's, a, it's good it, it, it's it, better it, than Pip the troll I'll tell you it's well. a oh, giant boy. troll it's fantastic
3: <laughs>
2: so whatever that's the end of it she becomes a real girl everybody breaks up we have a fun quote unquote scene at Fastos's house where Angelina Jolie again like, I, it's just like she's drunk this entire time it's like Looking at this kid, she should to put her hand in a toaster,
0: which makes. <laughs> 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 oh, but it, you know it, it. Shouldn't have. I know. I shouldn't. After have. watching this movie, I almost put my hand in a toaster. <laughs> like, that, um, you no, know, that's. I was gonna put my head in
2: the oven, dude. <laughs> that would so. take some of the pain away. And like you know, Fastos is like, you lost babysitting
3: privileges. Lol. Hurt. Here's the thing about that line because it really irks me. Um. They and where it, it says. Two weeks later, we're just we're in South Dakota, yeah. by the way. Eating some of the worst um,
2: pizza I've ever seen. Holy shit. you oh, see this shit? This little disgusting. fucking rock
3: garbage. Dude, that should be against the law. We're gonna whatever get, that call calling that pizza.
0: We're gonna get hate for making fun of that pizza.
3: <laughs> whatever, <laughs> it looks gonna, terrible. It's a yeah. pizza. That's the
0: pizza most people eat. They just pour ranch dressing on it, you know, spaghetti sauce, whatever else they find laying around the
1: house, macaroni and cheese. Yeah, some. Some unknown, terrible chain of pizzerias called, like, Pizza House. Yeah. <laughs> That's been all over the Midwest that I just don't know about, but is terrible. And they're just eating it up in this. Well, no, they're in Chicago. They should be having good pizza. But they're not what?
3: in Chicago. That's what I'm saying. They're in South Dakota. It's oh, they've two been Two weeks re- later, okay, South Dakota. Okay, sorry. Sorry. I
1: think, I think they're hanging out at uh, Ajax.
3: Ajax House. Yeah, they want, ah, they're, right. they're, they're looting the fucking place. They realize a lot <laughs> of good the, shit there. <laughs> The thing with that fucking line, though, Steve, about the earmuffs, it makes no sense. Like you do. Parents do earmuffs where, when it's like, you know, you're going to swear in yeah. front of a kid or just like something they shouldn't hear, whatever. But it's like, yeah, Angelina Jolie, like he's the kid is like, what's your powers? And she makes this big trident out of nowhere and like stabs through this orange that the kid's trying to get off a shelf or whatever. Yeah. And, uh, fasto sees it and He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he comes in and he goes earmuffs and then turns to her and goes, your babysitting rights are revoked. And I was like, what did you need to fucking call in earmuffs for that
2: for? <laughs> no. So Fina, uh, Makari, who's done two things in this movie and Druig are like, Hey, you want to have a thruple in space? Like, sounds great. Uh, they, they fuck off to find other Eternals. And yeah, like again, Gemma Chan is like, wow, that was a really impressive time for me being an Eternal. Hey, Kingo, <laughs> what are you up to? It's like, well, I'm going to keep being Kingo, I
3: guess. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> bad, bad Kingo line here. I had to write it down because I almost fucking threw up myself. Where uh, Gemma Chan is like, kind of like, uh, sort of like second guessing herself. Like, ah, geez, I don't know. I feel like I kind of cocked that up a little bit. And Kingo goes, You followed your heart. We all did. <laughs> and I was like, one gross, but two, so you followed your heart when you fucking left all of your friends to figure out this whole thing and left the movie, dude. So it's but here's the thing: it's
2: like he's he's like uh, this would be a a, a relationship ending rift. A one, you uh, the Eternals have stopped a celestial, and that's a huge problem because billions of lives are never going to get born for this shitheel right. planet. I I. That I hate. Or B, <laughs> you left us fucking high and dry. Find a Celestial, you piece of shit.
3: I'm never speaking to you again. Yep, exactly. It's insane that they just act like he didn't do the shittiest thing ever at the worst possible time. <laughs> I just don't understand it. And then they just get um, I
2: mean, and here's the thing again, like you want to be my latex salesman, the movie needs to end. You can't have them get sucked into space and have a next time gadget. This sequence. Drove me nuts.
3: This whole like it's interest. It's interesting. I because I feel like Steve. There's a difference between at least how I see it. A sequel setup, which is what I believe this is, yes. and what a lot of these movies feel like. And it's not just the MCU mm-hmm. where it's like you're spending a large portion of the movie being like, "Get ready for the next one." I feel like this movie, for what it is, they're like, "Oh shit." This celestial is going to be birthed through the earth and everyone's going to die. We don't want that to happen. And they do stop it. So I would just put out there part of my argument is like this movie does finish. And then there is just this sequel setup tacked onto the end of it. I don't know.
1: It does come closest. I think that if there is one bright side to any of this, it is that that I I almost feel like this. Uh, But like they had already melded that so well in by like Iron Man 2 is the only really egregious one and all the other ones you kind of get used to it. Mm -hmm. But like this one, I just kind of felt like by the end of it, when it actually happened, I'm like, these are the two energizing moments in this movie (laughs) out of a movie that is not energizing at all.
2: Yeah, they, they get zapped up and he's like, well... You're gonna have. You're gonna hear it from the celestial court or something. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, yeah. And it happened. He gives him a ticket. <laughs> it happened so quickly. I was. I, I and I had to look on Wikipedia. I wasn't sure if Sprite was with them. I didn't know who actually got zapped into space. She's not. It's just um, Kingo and what's her face and Gemma Chan, right?
3: Yeah, it's Kingo, Cersei, and oh, so yes, and Faustus. I believe is yes, the other one. Faf- yeah, is Faustus the other guy is on, there? Yes. Yeah. I think the thing with Sprite is, like, well, she's not an Eternal anymore, so he's kind of, like, unconcerned with all that. But, Steve, the thing that does drive me crazy about this sequence is it's intercut with, like, how it starts is Gemma Chan's back in London with with Kit Harington there, and they're, like, kind of walking in the park and whatever, and she gets, like, pulled up. I do really like the shot of the Celestial peering through the clouds. That's, I think, really well done. But then what's so annoying is, like, after it's like and you will be judged your day in space court is 60 days from the day put on the ticket good day and like instead of them seeing them get zapped back down to earth like it just cuts back to London and there's Kit Harrington walking around like Cersei where'd you go Cersei and the last thing you see of the, the movie proper not including Stingers is just a close up of Kit Harrington yes. and I'm like he wasn't in the movie <laughs> what, are you, Who cares? Wow, what are you
0: doing no. I, I, what but, are you doing they are in
2: space but the, the good news is yes 6 out of 10 celestials don't even show up for the ticket so then you get right off <laughs> mm. yeah. the thing is you
3: do want to show up the celestials
2: yeah. almost never the show cel-
0: up the celestial officer has to be there that day <laughs>
3: Uh yeah so then just to really quickly touch on the two stingers the first one is the Domo is flying out in space and you have Druid, Theon, and Makari like kind of getting ready to see all kind of positions they can get up to and whatnot on their <laughs> long space voyage oh yeah hell yeah and here it comes Pat Oswald farts through some kind of fucking gateway of some kind which it's like by the way if it's this easy to just like board your ship Eternals how about some shields
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Um, you wanted shields on your (laughs) ship. Oh, no, my friend. No, 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 Celestial. We're going to have to talk about this. (laughs) And here comes, uh, yeah, Pip is the character.
3: And he's basically like the hype man, Yeah, uh, Mm -hmm. I guess, is the idea here for Eros. So in comes Prince of Titan, Brother of Thanos, Defeater of Black Roger, Star Fox of Mystery Planet eros and man harry styles just comes in and i was like wish i was watching this movie and whatever adventures these well, like. oh dude. i know
2: i know where your friends are and i know how to get them back yeah. and it's like okay and he's
3: got the he's got the gold he's got i guess a gold ball mm-hmm. or maybe it's Gemma chan's gold ball i don't know he's throwing it in his hand
1: it's gonna be either uh the thor movie or guardians 3 i can't tell so
2: did you uh did you ever see a blue celestial? Whoa, fuck, that must be crazy, a blue one. <laughs> Shit. I can't. Imagine. No, I mean, I've seen the yellow. We saw yellow, and I was like, fucking
0: whoa.
3: One time, I thought I saw a magenta one.
1: <laughs> Turns out I was just really high. <laughs> I saw a teal one off of Alpha Centauri, and I got to tell you, disappointing. <laughs> and then the, uh yes oh and then the, the last thing s- because oh. i mean like
2: in the scene with i mean kid harrington was in one and a half scenes the last scene is him uh with Gemma chan he's like oh yeah you know you uh i have a pretty complicated family and literally i've looked this up three times who dane whitman is in the marvel universe and i've forgotten each time and now i remember now it's the black knight which is a c-level avenger at best
1: did you notice that they also uh, uh, make a nod to his criminal uncle early on? Oh uh, uh, yes, yes. Th- that is the first black night.
3: Oh, cuz she said Gemma Chan says something when she's trying to tell him it's on this fucking FaceTime call or whatever where she's like you should probably call your uncle oh, or yeah. whatever. So so let me tell you cut back to me at the theater. <laughs> these these fucking nerds are sitting here, right? Uh-huh. This kid Harrington scenes happening. This woman, the same one who exclaimed to the Australian that the screen said Australia, (laughs) same person, she just, she's on the edge of her seat, this Kit Harrington scene, and she just starts going, talk about your family. (laughs) (laughs) Mention your family. (laughs) Mention your family. (laughs) Mention, and she keeps saying it. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman is the only person in the theater that knows what the hell's going on. (laughs) And I have to say at that point, unlike many Marvel movies that I've attended in theaters, a lot of
0: clear out before them stingers. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah, I believe it. Yep. Um, Cause like who could possibly give a shit at this point, but at the same time, I'm, I don't know, like a guy that dresses like a knight with a sword. Oh, sure. sure. I'm in. I'll watch it. Right, and the plus sword,
3: show. the sword that he has, by the way, uh, and this is Wikipedia. I do not know this and I did not ask the woman after the screening, but it's apparently, and they, they reference it earlier in the film. It's, Something called the ebony blade, mm-hmm. which is like the reverse of Excalibur, because when they're when they're on the Domo and Angelina Jolie, I think, is messing around with the sword. Someone's like, oh, is that the ebony blade? And she's like, no, it's Excalibur. So I guess this is the was it? talk about your family.
2: Talking about your family. But in that
0: scene, Andrew, <laughs> Sprite was like, Oh yeah, Arthur really liked you. So like Arthur oh, was like plowing Athena or something.
2: Absolutely. Oh, yeah. I'd watch that.
3: Where's that fucking Like oh, yeah. yeah. Sprite huh? was
2: being a little creep, like hanging out in the closet. <laughs> that's what that thing's been doing for hundreds of years. Thank God that thing could finally hit puberty in four or five years. Now,
1: now that's yep. a king. <laughs>
2: That would be the line. <laughs> now I'm just thinking about this person watching, like, The
3: Godfather. Talk about your family. Talk <laughs> about your family. Do it! Oh, she do she's, it! She's watching fucking Christmas Vacation. Talk about your family. <laughs> Talk about your family! Well, like well,
1: yeah, in the first episode of the Black Knight Disney Plus series where Chris Cooper plays Nathaniel Garrett. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, d- then she'll be saying... <gasps> Oh, he's talking about his family <laughs> oh he's
3: talking about his family i listen when he goes to like touch that blade she fucking lost her mind <laughs> and then it. If, speaking of speaking of blade you just hear a voice that like only confirmed by chloe jow herself it's not credited anywhere i don't no, know if they've uh, confirmed it since but you just hear sure you're ready for that mr whitman yeah. and just, chloe jow has said that that is Mahershala it As sounds blade. like him. it does but like and and i guess that sort of fits ish because I, I don't know if blade ever interacted with the black knight but i right, know that hey, blade well, uh come on andrew it's a blade <laughs> yeah i <I'm> mean <gonna laughs> it's guess a blade right there on the table it's gotta but be blade. i did read a pretty red blade run from a while back it was just i got one of those like compendium things on my ipad blade definitely running around uh chasing dracula at one point oh yeah dude. Nice. They, they, they were they were mortal enemies those <laughs> those those remember? fucking blade comics i have to say these like, ones it's it's so good yeah. it's so fucking good and then all of the marvel extension shit that they did ab- about just dracula like they had a whole line of dracula comics nice. in the <laughs> 70s and it, dude it's just dracula going around
0: having adventures it I kind of fucking rocks. It really rocks. Do a rocks. Dracula movie in the MCU.
2: There is... Uh, we should do it because it's one of the craziest animes I've ever seen. Oh, yep. Uh, it was requested on this request month, actually. Uh, but it wasn't picked. Um, it's a Dracula movie from like the early 80s that is based on that line of comics. And they basically try to like fit 70 issues of comics into like 68 minutes and you can Uh. feel it and it's just the craziest thing in
3: the world there's angels it's just it gets done dude i i've seen a good chunk of that i think i like fell asleep but like that movie is like if you ever wanted to figure out like the sensation of being on coke but you didn't (laughs) want to risk doing coke yeah watch that Mm -hmm. because it's so unhinged and wild that like I I was totally on board for what I saw, but I think the problem was I was watching it in like a bogus like YouTube rip, and it just looks shitty. And like, yeah, I don't think it's it's hard for me to hold interest and attention when something looks that bad. Dracula, Sovereign of the Damned, 1980,
2: by the way. There it is. And uh, yeah, there's uh, so then on, uh, on a date with a girl last night. You know, she, I I was talking about work
3: and different stuff, and she just said, "Talk about your family. Talk about your family.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your family."
3: Uh, Well, I think we've talked about this Eternals family for long enough. We're starting to edge in on the actual runtime of the film. So we'll go around Uh, recommendations and final thoughts. Uh, Eric Sisko.
0: That's not usual. (laughs) I go first today. So um, I think it's unforgivable that this movie is just an absolute snooze. And I really think that like it made me reappreciate I guess Zack Snyder because bad Xerox version of his ideas throughout this film. Um, But I do think we need like a come to Jesus moment with some of the Marvel fans. Like it's okay to be critical of an IP that you like, like we're doing the book of Boba Fett on Patreon. I've been very forgiving of certain few first episodes, but like the show is just not that good. And I have to grapple with that. So you can mm-hmm. grapple with maybe not every single fucking movie is an A plus, and you can just chill out for a second. So that's totally. a recommend
1: you got there. That's <laughs> a, uh,
0: <laughs> yeah, it sounds like got a recommend. On it's your hands, really so. it's it's not for me. I actually I really despise this movie, and 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 I actually think this is the worst movie we did this month. And I'll include Space Jam in that equation because Space Jam is a lot shorter, and at least there's some <laughs> spectacle. Of some degree, and this is just a dour, drab, bore.
1: Chris Cabin, uh, absolutely to everything Eric said there. Uh, I, I, yeah, I can't stomach this. I, I to me, it is representative of what we're going to be seeing from them. Is now they want to be taken seriously. It's not enough to be you know rich and to own like all the uh, fucking theater space that's going to be given for the next decade. Uh, no, 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 no. They also have to be honored by the Academy and that's very important. And we all care a lot about that, about those goals. Um, I, yeah, even beyond that, even, you know, just as it is like the movie doesn't work. I didn't care about anybody in it. The good actors kind of fade into the background, uh, and it's written really poorly. Uh, so yeah, big no from me. Steve Sadek. A uh, big note for me as well.
2: Uh, I kind of tried to come into this as open, uh, you know, as, as reading that Eternals, book. like, you know, I'm going to really give it a shot. And it lost me really quickly. It's the co- it's the lack of color. It's the lack of charisma for the actors. It's the way too many characters. It's all, all the stuff we talked about. It's the lack of Kirby stuff. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's a better... I actually don't think there's a better version of this movie. Actually. Honestly, I think it's a TV show. I don't think this should have ever been a film. And, like, just the... The lack of one thing uh, is the action is a problem. Like the action scenes are. I, I was thinking about uh, Matrix Resurrections, which is an amazing movie, by the way. Oh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. almost our we love movies, but Dune just etched it out. But like the way Lana Wachowski like uses the city and uses the actual the action to move the story forward is something that never happens in these Marvel movies, and it, it's really indicative in this one because the Drew the the deviants don't even matter. So like. It's like movie, 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 deviant fight that does nothing. Movie, 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 and it's just, it's just kind of a shame, and it's a slog. Uh, but I, w- I would rather watch this than Space Jam. I, oh, but this movie does make Infinite look like fucking Highlander. I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I would say anything, uh, you know, different from the criticisms that have already been, you know, weighed. I. Agree with all of it. I like Chloe Zhao as a director quite a bit. I was not on the Nomadland uh, Dis- despise train, like a lot of people were. I've seen I've seen all of her movies. This is far and away the worst thing she's done. I really hope that you know she can kind of go back and tell like great human stories again because I think she's very good at that. Um, and I like her style. I don't think. It's appropriate in this kind of movie. I really don't. It just it not that it's inappropriate. It just it did it didn't work for me. And also, to put it out there, you know, we are of course always very critical of you know the MCU and and yada yada. But like I will say there were four MCU movies that came out this year. I saw all four of them in theaters. And to be perfectly honest with you, I liked three of them to varying degrees. Mm -hmm. I think Shang-Chi is the best of the bunch. I had a fucking blast with that movie. Although Steve, as you pointed out, I think like it does suffer from that same, like here's just a big fart monster at the end. Um, And you know, Black Widow, I had fun with. Uh, That was one of my first returns back to theaters. I saw it in IMAX. I had fun with that movie. Uh, And you know, I, I'm the outlier here. I think I liked Spider-Man the most out of the four of us. I had a, a lot of fun with that movie too. I, I, you know, the MCU's batting average for me this year is actually pretty good. Yeah. And this movie is not, and also to toss in there to be, to be uh, fair to everything. Also really Doug Hawkeye. I did. So like, I liked a lot of fucking MCU property this year, folks. This one, just no. And it's not even a seeing is believing thing. Go see The Rider. Chloe Jow's The Rider. That's yes. a movie you should Good go movie. fucking see instead. Uh, but that is going to do it for our convo on Eternals. It's going to do it also for some of the worst of the previous year month here on We Hate Movies, which means starting next week, we are back to original programming. But before we get to that, of course... Be sure to check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash wehatemovies. We got a big old honkin' WLM uh, episode up now, uh, all on Denny Villeneuve's Dune. Uh, that's a big, dense sci-fi property we had a lot of fun with. Uh, let's see. We got an animation damnation on Little Ellen, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, if you can even believe that
1: exists. <laughs> it does indeed. We uh, a- Eric,
3: who are, we, uh, who are we talking about? Oh, sorry, Chris.
1: I was going to say we have a Melro uh, 210 come uh, that's out now i big one yeah yeah oh that's out a very spicy one one. yeah big one for everybody
3: and just what's going on with the uh what's going on with the gleep glossary well the gleep
0: uh, gleep glossary this month our star wars shine show we are talking about dengar kind of a a little bit of a deep dive a riff with you guys and then i do a special book report at the end because i finally decided (laughs) to sit down and read that short story about him which i did enjoy so it's a big dengar episode for you folks and it's going to be very illuminating for people watching book of boba fett to see how uh, the 90s eu contradicts what is going on now
3: uh and of course the nexus returned this month to its regularly scheduled programming where we indeed uh will kick off uh, uh the third and final season of tos which is uh Pretty wild. I believe the episode of Spock's Brain we'll be talking about, but so much stuff on that Patreon. So get on over there if you're not subscribed. Patreon.com/slash We Hate Movies. Now here on the main feed, of course, We Hate Movies Prime continues next week. Uh, and Steve, now that we're back to our regularly scheduled programming, what uh film are we going to be talking oh, about? We are putting on a
2: comfortable pair of old jeans in 1996's Big Bully. Yes. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude, we are talking Tom Arnold and Rick Moranis. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, this was a movie we were going to do like maybe 2 years ago or last year and like it turned out it wasn't streaming anywhere but good news the the gods sung upon us and here we go big bully streaming once again
1: i'm going to put that on kingo i think kingo did that <laughs> kingo did that he made it so that big bully was on the stream God that's why he him. left
3: the big fight he had to get
1: yes, big to bully back on streaming
3: <laughs> <laughs> well all hail kingo for getting big bully back on streaming and next week we'll be talking about it up and down i haven't seen it in a long time so i'm very excited but uh, so until next week with man Tom Arnold making a return <laughs> to the program, uh, and Rick Moranis returning after just a few short weeks away. Hey. Uh I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak,
1: Eric Sisko, Chris Gabin. Take it easy.